This is the NTT IndyCar Series. They are absolutely stuck together. Herta to the high side, Dixon to the low side. Go to just in front of them. Does Pata Award. Award is the first to go up. They put the Firestone Firehawks on his car. Power is out, but Pato beat him all, all the way up. Gets into the marbles. He is going to get freight trained by multiple cars. Going he led track. over a thousand laps here at Iowa Speedway coming into this weekend. He's going to add about 200 plus to that total. He's won here before. Joseph Newgarden into turn three. Went checkers out. He wins. With live flag-to-flag coverage from Iowa Speedway, this is the IndyCar Radio Network. Uh, race number 18 in the incredible history here at Iowa Speedway. It's the High V Home Front 250. Let's hear from many of the 28 starters uh, set to roll off in about 30 minutes from now. Jake Query is on pit road. He'll be there today with Michael Young. Hello, Michael. Well, good afternoon, Mark Jane. Scott Dixon celebrating his birthday today. Who got you the coolest present? Uh, oh, my family. Easy. Kids. Kids and, and wife. Do they, is a homemade present still, or do they actually get you cool stuff now? Uh, no, some of them are homemade, which is the best presents, man, for sure. So the cards and, you know, some of the gifts. So, yeah, they, they did a hell of a job. So tell us about today. What are you expecting out there? 250 mi- laps on this bull ring. Yeah, looking forward to it. You know, Qual uh, kind of gave up a little bit on the first one and then got loose on the second lap, which we lost quite a bit, which will affect race two. But car feels pretty good. You know, we had a, a decent test here, but it's all about the long run here. So we'll have to see how that goes, man. Let's get a win here in Iowa on your birthday, huh? Be trying, man. Thank there you. Go. That's Scott Dixon. He will start fourth as we walk over. Pottawa Ward, he is starting in the fifth position, car number five. Just talked to Scott Dixon, getting set to go today. Your thoughts on the conditions, 250 laps on the bull ring. Uh, this is fun for you. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fun. It's always uh, a race that produces, you know, some of the best racing we've had all year. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind about that. There's a bunch of strategies going on, and there's a lot of different ways to do the 250 laps. So we'll uh, we'll see what we got, and and yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting for sure. See if you get another win today. Best of luck to you. Thanks, man. That's Pato Award. He will start in the fifth position. We'll go over to our pole sitter, Will Power, as he continues on this record streak of poles. So you got two this weekend, continued on that streak, 69th today. You remember when your first pole was? Do you remember? Yes, uh, it was It was the Gold Coast in Australia. Yeah, it was. First Paradise. It was one of those interesting questions that we asked you where you'd love to go back to. First pole, then your latest pole here at the Iowa Speedway conditions now. It's been hot since we got done qualifying a little bit later on this morning. Your thoughts on the 250 laps? Yeah, it's um, be a tough race. I think all the guys that tested here have pretty good race cars. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hard to win here. It is, so i um, going to do everything I can to do it. You've got a fast race car. We wish you all the best today. Thank you very much. Starting on the outside of row number one, Scott McLaughlin, his teammates, you guys, the Penske guys, have some bad fast race cars today. You like this place. You laid down some quick ones yesterday, but it's going to be a hot one today. Getting through the slower traffic after like 20, 30 laps is going to be difficult. The key to that. Yeah, look, it's... Uh First 15, 20 laps, just riding, look after your stuff, and then, you know, then you've got to really have something so you can get through that traffic quickly, and that's honestly the aim of the game, as you said. So the XPAL Chevy, it's felt good as soon as we rolled it off the truck, tuned her up a little bit, and this morning to go P2, P2, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting race. Best of luck to you today, and we'll uh, hopefully see you in victory lane. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Scott McLaughlin. He will start on the outside of row number one, Jake Query. Connor Daly, of course, is filling in for the injured Simon Pagano. We talked to you after you had set the car number 60 in the 22nd position. Question is, are you going to have the feel for the car to work through traffic? Well, I mean, honestly, just just the 
the pace gain that we had in lap two of qualifying is nice because there were several people that I think were already, you know, having tire degradation on lap two of qualifying. So uh, we only got faster by a lot. So I think that's encouraging for us. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still learning how this thing likes to be driven, and, and it's a uh, it's it's much different and so you know it's not a bad or a good thing either way it's just it's when you're a professional racing driver at this highest level the tiniest things matter and that's why you know everything has to be perfect when you lock in for these qualifying sessions but i think we have 250 laps ahead of us here to to learn more and i and i know that we have a good car it's just a matter of staying in the fight is your setup or field different than Pagano's? Because the reality is the team would be familiar with what he wants. Yeah, I definitely like something different than Simon. So, uh, you know, we kind of had to come here and work a little bit around that. Um, but every driver wants something different, you know what I mean? So, uh, thankfully, we have some, you know, it's a lot of information to look at between the Andretti cars as well. Um, and we're all a little bit different, you know what I mean? We all require a few different things. But uh, all you have is one session to get on the right page, and uh, we're doing our best. And I appreciate those guys, AutoNation and SiriusXM, everyone for helping me, and, and Honda as well for helping me get a part of this system as quick as possible. Two of them this weekend. Best of luck in race one. Thank you. That's Connor Daly, Mark. Thank you, guys. Good stuff off the top from uh, for the top five. And uh, we will have the green flag uh, just about 30 minutes from now here at the Hy-Vee Homefront 250. First series win at Toronto. Here's how it sounded on the car radio. As they work their way under the Honda Bridge off of turn number 11, start finish line is next. The green flag is next, and we will get the Honda Indy Toronto underway. And it looks like a great jump for Christian Lundgaard to turn number one. Yeah, it was Scott McLaughlin who's trying to protect the second spot from Pottawa Ward, and he'll do it into turn number one. They're going three wide for the fifth position. Scott Dixon's going to pick up a couple spots. Romain Grosjean is certainly hungry. It's been a while since he's had a good finish, and our points leader, Alex Pelot, is right in his mirrors. Actually, Grosjean, Jake starting to catch Colton Herta as well. Herta again, especially off turn number four, just looks a little bit loose. Now, Pelot going to go to the inside of Romain Grosjean. He dispatches him through turn number five. Now sets sail for Colton Herta. How about that battle for third? In my side, here they come, Lutgard and Alex Pelot. Lungard makes the pass, exiting turn number four. So Christian Lungard now gets in front of Alex Pelot. Pelot's next word would be Colton Herta just behind him. Six laps to go, and Michael Young, by the time they get back to you, I would be shocked if that front wing assembly is still intact on Alex Pelot. It is about ready to fall off. Uh, it was to the point where Alex Pelot is now under attack from Colton Herta, but he's not going to give up the position. He'll drive it in late and break it deep, but Colton Herta will look to the outside out of four. They literally look like one car heading into turn number five. Herta tried to go wide, couldn't make the move. Hello, shut the door. Now, all of a sudden, there's company right behind Colton Herta as well. In his 28th start, Christian Lundgaard is going to get Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan Racing back to victory lane here on the streets of Toronto. The advance auto park checkered flag is out, and he wins the Honda Indy Toronto, his first career win in the NTT IndyCar Series. Let the celebration begin for this talented young driver. Alex Pelot, what a drive by him to hold on to the second spot. Colton Herta will grab third. Looks like Scott Dixon, Joseph Newgarden complete the top five here at the Honda Indy Toronto. Ah, I mean, it was such a long race, and, and that first stint, um, obviously being on the green, uh, Firestone tires, and, and Scott behind being on the primaries, we knew that we had to, to pull a gap. Um, and I'd say that second yellow didn't really work, work in our favor, but in the end, we made, we made it happen on pure pace. I mean, we just pulled away as soon as we got clean air, and this team deserves this.
The NTT IndyCar Series continues to lead the field in the race for equality and change. Louisa Maser is back with more this week's On Track with Diversity presented by Gallagher, your trusted insurance broker and HR and benefits consultant. Amir Hidalgo leads media relations for Junco's Hollinger Racing. With deep Argentinian roots, Amir shares how the team is staying connected with their fans. Argentinian people, they are really, really passionate with motorsports, especially, and with soccer, too. So those are the two biggest passions that we have as Argentinian. Actually, we have in contact with our fans uh, constantly by our social media, Juncos Hollinger, in Instagram, in Facebook, in Twitter, and in YouTube. And we we'll always try to involve our drivers there. Agustin and Calumala too to the Argentinian people uh, about uh, videos, pictures, and and different things on social media. But also, uh, we have a lot of Argentinian people going to the races. This is something that is like really, really new for IndyCar because there are like a lot of Argentinian going to each races, and you can see the passion of all the Argentinian in those races. On Track with Diversity is brought to you by Gallagher. For 95 years in communities across the globe, Gallagher's insurance, risk management, and consulting solutions have helped businesses face their future with confidence. Gallagher. To learn more, visit AJG.com. Listen to the High V Home Front 250 from Iowa Speedway on great stations like WLVA in Lynchburg, Virginia, WIOO in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and KBGG in Des Moines, Iowa. Mark James with our driver analyst, Davey Hamilton, and what a qualifying run by Will Power earlier today, Davey. How impressive was that? We know Will, um, you know, he has the most qualif- or polls of anybody in our series. He and, and, and But it was almost a surprise to have two of them and have him here, to be really honest with you. He has a qualified great this year a lot of these races and to come here to this racetrack and show the speed i mean exceptional speed that he had not for one but both laps that he had puts on a pole raises that pole record two more for uh, will power and, and i think 70 is just a little selfish Say, right? well <laughs> I, I would say so yeah absolutely and <laughs> and uh but you know what a masterful job seeing his wife liz here by the way today as well it's always good to have liz by his side she went through some health issues and is actually going through them still and so it's good to see her at the track we've talked about the dominance of the season championship battle for supremacy as far as our engine manufacturers but at least early on the bow tie looking pretty good here they have four of the top five well and we know they need it mark over 100 points behind in that manufacturer's championship with seven events left, two of them being right here, so they would love to see those bow ties in Victor Lane and actually the top five just to try to close in on Honda. It's it's always a strong battle. It's always a close battle, but right now Chevrolet at this point of the season, they need to step up their game and make sure they have all their cars up towards the front. Joseph Newgarden rolling off P3 for this race, Davey. In terms of all ovals, he's won five of the last seven, and he's won a lot here for sure. Yeah, I know. He loves this place as well. I mean, obviously, he's a, the odds-on favorite to win today. And, and uh, another great thing, uh, uh, we'll talk to Firestone and Kara about the tire, and, and, and they came and tested here. and. The tire they had last year, it really wore out quickly. And so they had to change some compound. They had changed some depth on that tire to have a little more durable. And But what they've done, I think, is going to be make for a good race, and that is there is tire degradation. Your, your lap times are going to slow down a good 5 miles or 10 miles an hour mark between the start of the run and the end. But that means a good race and a lot of passes going to happen today. Interesting to note uh, in terms of adjustments after qualifying, there weren't any. There weren't any. That's another thing. We don't see very many impound races, saying, meaning that once they qualified those cars, the crews couldn't touch anything on them again. They come out, they roll out, they have 
that the cars they qualified are the cars they're going to race. And and we know in qualifying, you try to trim your car out for speed, so uh, which is not good for the race. So it's going to be a lot of fun to watch today. Tire dags going to be something to watch. Pit stops, three to four stops. Um, the, the cars struggling are going to have four to five stops just to keep fresh tires on those cars. Yeah, no chance of anybody doing two. Uh, no. Some speculated earlier today that uh, three might be possible. You think four is more likely? Yeah, yeah, well, I think three for the cars that are really balanced well and out front leading and in clean air and, and, and they're not using their tires up as bad as the rest of the field. I just think the ones in the back or the ones that are the, the, tire, the balance goes off of their car, they're going to want new tires. As a driver, you want them all the time, but your team tells you to stay out there because you have to match numbers with your fuel, with your tires. They only give you a, a lot amount of tires. So you, yeah, and you got to use that for today and tomorrow. So don't use too many today because you may need them tomorrow as well. So I would say a three-stopper is going to win this race, but I see, I see four in the future for some of these guys. So we're just a couple of minutes away from a couple of minutes going to uh, going trackside, uh, Davy Hamilton, about 30 seconds away, in fact. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, this crowd's already buzzing by that outstanding show by yeah, Carrie Underwood. Yeah, what an outstanding. I think she might make it as an artist. Yeah. What, 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 a, <laughs> what an outstanding uh, you know, performance she did. It was great seeing her and great to have her here at our races. And uh, the crowd continues to file in at Iowa Speedway in the next coming up. After we have another concert by Kitty Chesney later today, it is time to go trackside for pre-race festivities here at Iowa Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we ask that you please rise as you are able and remove your hats as the Joint Forces Military Honor Guard, service members from the Iowa National Guard Air and Army, the Marines, and the Navy proudly present our nation's colors. Here to offer today's invocation, please welcome Champlain of the Camp Dodge of the Iowa National Guard, Captain Lucas Murphy. I invite you to pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today with thanks for who you are and the day that you've given us. We thank you for the opportunity for all involved today to display the talents and gifts that you've bestowed, whether it be the support staff, the performers, the mechanics, the crews, the racers, Lord. It's a great day for us to give you and these great fans the utmost of our skills. Lord, I pray for you to be with all who are potentially in harm's way today. I pray for the safety of the flight crews, the pit crews, the racers alike, just as I pray for all the great servicemen and women who are deployed in harm's way to preserve this great nation and the freedoms that we hold dear. Lord, bless these races in this great state and the greatest of nations. We ask for this in your mighty name. Amen. Here to perform our national anthem, please welcome top 12 finalists from NBC's The Voice, John Marrow. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rockets Bursting in air, gave proof through 
night that our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet wave or the land of the free and the comes your way at the top of the hour at six minutes past the hour the green flag will fly on the high v home front 250 uh, celebrities oh plenty here at iowa speedway homegrown celebrities including caitlin clark huh georgia that is absolutely right caitlin clark joins us here on the grid she's going to give the command we're just moments away but caitlin iowa so special to you what does it mean to be here see all these fans and yet another great sporting event coming to the state of iowa yeah, it's pretty awesome this place is right in the middle of where i go to school and where i grew up so um it's pretty cool to see this this track come to life and obviously hyvee's done a tremendous job putting this thing on what a great partner of mine too so um it's really fun they bring great artists out here for those concerts so it's fun i have my family with me and getting to enjoy Enjoy this day. Obviously, the weather's tremendous, so it's a really fun day all around. That is Caitlin Clark. She brought Iowa basketball to the national championship. Guys, we are just moments away from the command. Great story to follow during the, uh, follow during the NCAA tournament. It's going to be great to follow this one today and help us call the action. High atop turn number four. We welcome in Nick Yeoman. Uh, thank you so much, Mark Jane. Seven-eighths of a mile oval here in Newton, Iowa. The front straightaway banked at 10 degrees. A progressive breaking in turns one and two and three and four for anywhere from 12 to 14 degrees. The backstretch banked at just four degrees. They will rock it down that thing throughout the course of the day. Mark, we've seen it all year, and, and especially when we come to Iowa Speedway, side-by-side -side action. That's the name of the game. You put 28 cars here at Iowa Speedway. It's almost like putting 28 marbles in a blender. It's going to be absolutely fascinating today, watching drivers work through traffic and try to navigate lap traffic throughout the course of the day. Uh, going to be fascinating. All those cars lined up on the grid, and as we are just moments away from 200 150 laps around Iowa Speedway. And Nick, while we have you, before we get uh, busier with other things going on on track, it's it's going to be a busy day for us. Let folks know, remind folks that they can still see the Indy next a little bit later on today. Yeah, I hope folks will join us at 7.20 Eastern Time, 6.20 Local Time for 75 laps in the Indy next by Firestone. Jacob Abel grabbed his first pole position. That race pushed back due to the early morning showers that we got. So a full day of racing after the concert. Again, hope everyone joins us. 7.20 Eastern Time, 6.20 Local for 75 laps in Indy next by Firestone. Davey, on the elevator to get up here, there is, uh, you know, they, they have it wrapped on the inside of what Iowa Speedway used to look like several years ago when right. we first started coming here. And you walk into our booth and look out this window, and it's like, oh, my goodness. I know. But you know what? If you come back next week or once this is all torn down again, it may look close to the same because it's just everything they do, a lot of temporary uh, suites here, the paint they've done, and just the environment and their energy that this track has right now is pretty pretty special. And, and I, you know, we can't thank Hy-Vee enough and the IndyCar Series to put this all together and bring in such great entertainment for all of us and the fans to enjoy. Now that's the thing. Both days, Davey, there's so much to see and do. I mean, with all the activity on track with the Indy Next presented by Firestone and, of course, the NTT IndyCar Series. And then, I mean, the, the concert lineup that they put yeah, together. it's unbelievable. And you know what? I know there are people that are here for these concerts, and I, and I appreciate that. And But I'm hoping that they 
enjoy what they're about to see with these race cars and these athletes that uh, drive these things around here so fast. It's a fantastic place to watch a race, and they have the opportunity to watch that race right here at Iowa Speedway. And I know they came for the concert, but I'm hoping they leave as race fans as well. Yeah, we think there are probably some folks situated behind the grandstands waiting till we get closer to the command before they come out and take their seats to this grandstand all along the front straightaway. And they will start to do that momentarily. And when we come back, we will have the command and the green flag for the Hy-Vee Homefront 250. We pause 10 seconds for a station identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Race number 18 at Iowa Speedway, and during its brief history, it's been front and center, literally with the changing of the guard here in the series. Early winners were Dario Franchini, the light Dan Weldon, and Tony Kanaan. Then Ryan hunter Ray won three times in four years. The only year he didn't win, he finished second. Now it's Joseph Newgarden, that newly minted 500 champion who's won three of the last four here and four of the last eight. Uh, Scott Dixon, the only driver to have competed in Every race at Iowa, he has 11 top five finishes, Davey, but he's never been to victory lane. He hasn't been to victory lane. It's his birthday today, Mark. It could be a good day for him to win one on his birthday somewhere he hasn't won. There's not too many tracks that he hasn't won on, so that's just another goal for Dixon to, to complete. And Alex Pillow has the opportunity, again, to solidify the championship, but he can also complete the People Ready Force for Good Challenge, Davey. Million dollars up for grabs. Yeah, let's hope that it happens. That's a million dollars up for grabs, and Blow has the chance. It happened last year with Newgarden. Hope it happens this year with him. And now it's time to go trackside to get the High V Home Front 250 underway. It's here to say the most famous words in motorsports. Please welcome Iowa Hawkeye star and Collegiate Women's Athlete of the Year, Caitlin Clark. Drivers, start your engines! Here's today's NTT IndyCar Series starting lineup, presented by Advance Auto Parts. Row 14. Benjamin Peterson, Denmark and United States. Stingray Rob, United States. Row 13. Jack Harvey, United Kingdom. Santino Ferrucci, United States. Row 12. Agustín Canapino, Argentina. Calamilo, United Kingdom. Row 11. Connor Daly, United States. Felix Rosenquist, Sweden. Row 10. Alexander Rossi, United States. Christian Lundgaard, Denmark. Row 9. Ed Carpenter, United States of America. Kyle Kirkwood, United States. Row 8. Ryan Hunter Ray, United States. Rinas VK, the Netherlands. Row 7. Helio Castroneves, Brazil. Graham Rahal, United States of America. Row 6. Devlin DeFrancesco, Canada. Takuma Sato, Japan. Row 5. Marcus Eriksson, Sweden. David Malukas, United States. Row 4. Romain Grosjean, France. Alex Pelot, Spain. Row 3. Colton Herta, United States. Patricio Ward, Monterey, Mexico. Row 2. Scott Dixon, New Zealand. Joseph Newgarden, United States. On the outside of row 1. Scott McLaughlin, New Zealand. And starting on the pole. Will Power, Australia. Today's starting lineup is presented by Advance Auto Parts, the official checkered flag of the NTT IndyCar Series. 
three consummate pros covering action on pit road today. Let's find out what they'll be watching throughout the rest of this afternoon, the 250 laps today, starting with Jay Query. Starting on the north end of pit road is what I will be watching. That includes a trio of heavy hitters in this race we would anticipate. Among those, Joseph Newgarden, who you talked about, Mark, has owned the Iowa Speedway. But he starts third. Hard to think that one could be disappointed by starting in the third position, but after a dominating day in practice, Newgarden surely felt like that car should be a couple of spots higher. Likewise, Alexander Rossi starts in the 21st position, but he told me that during practice they had 40 very good laps and the car felt good. They feel like that's a good simulation for what he can anticipate in race traffic. Rossi feels confident about where his car is. Also in this section, Colton Herta, who will start in sixth. After qualifying, he got out. His hand was still shaking. He said something about this track always makes you on the razor's edge. We'll see what he's able to do with that Gamebridge machine today. Also working pit road today is Georgia Henneberry. Good afternoon, Georgia. Well, I have my eye on Scott Dixon, the six-time NTT IndyCar Series champion, is the only driver in the field to compete all 17 NTT IndyCar Series races at Iowa Speedway. And in those 17 starts, he has 11 top fives, but is still searching for that first win on the world's fastest short track. And his first win of the 2023 season. So let's also wish him a happy birthday as well as he pilots that PNC Bank Honda from that fourth position. And we have one more pit reporter patrolling pit lane. That's Michael. Young, what are you watching, Michael? Well, good afternoon, Georgia Henneberry. First off, condition 77, track temperature 105. Keeping my eye on, well, the front row, obviously. Scott McLaughlin, Will Power. They were both quick yesterday in the practice sessions, and what they haven't qualified is what they're going to be racing today. We're going to be going green flag next time by, but Mark Jane's four pit stops minimum. A lot of these teams worried about tires. I'll also be keeping my eye on the tires. The formation has begun. Going to be a beautiful start getting ready to race here at the Iowa Speedway. Pace car is off at turn number two and Nick Yeoman has his eye on the field. 28 cars setting up in rows of two. Will Power and Scott McLaughlin, the Penske teammates, they're lined up side by side at the midway point of the back straightaway as slow as we anticipate them going all day long. Joseph Newgarden, Scott Dixon, couple IndyCar champions in row number two. Pato Award and Colton Hurd in row number three. Mark the field making their way through turn number three and four for the final time. We're set to go racing at Iowa Speedway. You might run off and hide early but that uh, relaxation will be short-lived because within about 25 laps, you may catch the rear of the field. Green flag flies, a side-by-side paddle, setting up for turn number two. They're going three and four wide at mid-pack up front. Everybody minding their P's and Q's. It's Will Power, your race leader, down the back straightaway ahead of Scott McLaughlin. Mark, biggest mover was Ryan Hunter-Ray. I think he passed seven cars at the green flag. Yeah, I had my eye on that too, Nick. He was shot out of the proverbial cannon. Meanwhile, about a five-car length advantage for Will Power at the completion of lap one. Power with a two-car length advantage through turns one and two over McLaughlin. McLaughlin's lead over Joseph Newgarden is a healthy one. Good battle for fifth. Mark Colton Herta pinned to the inside with Pato Award to the outside. He's going to let Pato have that spot for now. He'll lift a little bit as they start to get strung out among the top five. Good run for Pato off of turn number four. He's chasing down Scott Dixon instead of a turn two. Trying to wrestle away that fourth position from Scott Dixon. Dixon moves up to take away that high line. Pato Award right in the tire tracks. They're both, Mark, trying to run down Joseph Newgarden. A little further back, Roman 
Lamont Grosjean, David Malukas. That's a pretty good battle. That's a battle for the ninth position. It's a side-by-side battle with Marcus Erickson looking on from just behind Roman Grosjean. That's what sets up for turn two. Grosjean uses the high line to pull even with David Malukas through turns one and two, trying to use the momentum to shoot down the back straightaway. Mark, they are still even halfway down the back straightaway. This is the battle for ninth as Grosjean noses ahead. Lap number two, they want to go side-by-side talking about that battle. We'll complete five laps this time by Power McLaughlin, Newgarden, Dixon award the top five. Let's check back in, Nick. How's that battle between Malukas and Grosjean? Malukas has got it out of turn number two, so he'll hold on to that ninth position, and now Grosjean has to use those rearview mirrors. He sees that red and white husky machine of Marcus Erickson digging hard on the bottom. Erickson looking to the inside. Will Power's comfort level not quite what it was, Davey Hamilton. McLaughlin trying to reel him in off of turn number two. Yeah, I think situation, they're comfortable right now. When you have teammates running first, second, third, you could have a nice pace. You know Dixon's not going to push him. They're going to just take it easy up there. They're not going to push each other. And really good, you know, when you're, like I say, first, second, third on that Pisky camp, pretty good. Dixon Award, a pretty good battle. It sets up for turn two. Yeah, Pato Award is wearing out the rear wing of Scott Dixon, and now he's got a lane to the inside. He'll get right to the left rear fire zone of Scott Dixon. Dixon, a little bit of momentum. Mark, he'll hold him off down the back stretch for now. And again, he's taking the shorter way around, bottom of the racetrack. Both cars wash up wide. He's going to tuck in behind him for now. Pato Award, will he look to the bottom of Scott Dixon now at turn number two? He does, but Dixon might have took the air away from him, and he'll hold that advantage by about a car length. Again, this is the battle for the fourth position, running right behind the three Penske teammates. Dixon again to the high line. Pato Award buries his car to the bottom of the racetrack. Four tenths of a second to lead for Will Power. Davey, describe what Pato's car feels like when he gets to Dixon but just can't make the pass. Well, you think first thing you don't do is slide up into Scott. Scott takes a little air off the front of that wing. The car just doesn't carve the corner. The front tires don't want to stick. He slides up, and when he does that, he has to lift, and that's, uh, he just loses momentum. He's showing a little bit of patience right now, but still, Scott Dixon knows that he's there, Nick Yeoman, as they set up for turn one. I'm not sure patience is something Pato Award knows a whole lot about, but you're right, doing a really nice job here on lap number nine of trying to pick that spot around Scott Dixon. It remains one car length as they arc their way into turn number three. Uh, coming up on lap number ten, Power McLaughlin, Newgarden, Dixon Award, the top five to Michael Young. Now Scott McLaughlin already getting coached from his race strategist, Kyle Moore, saying manage those times. Just remember, manage those tires. We're going to ride behind Will for a while. They're really coaching him through this first stint of this race, trying to make sure they get the maximum laps because it's going to be a quick one. Jake Query got uh, some some intel from the drivers, Davey, saying they feel that they should be good for about 40 laps. Yeah, well, and I think they're lucky. They hope they'll be good for that long. I do think the cars that are balanced that, but you watch here soon some of the cars in the back. Matter of fact, we're already getting ready to get into lap traffic. That's Will Power. He's sneaking up on the back of the field right now, and he'll probably catch him in the next two laps. Matter of fact, he's he's on the same straightaway. Matter of fact, almost in the same corner. It was 30 laps in last year, so that tells you how much faster things come together this year. Yeah, they really do. Another one that's moved up, we got to keep an eye on. Remember Ross? He did qualify very good. Thought he's going to have a good car. He's up seven positions right now. I know he's in the middle of the field, but he's doing a good job by moving up slowly but surely. But right now, I think in about two more laps, we're going to see the first car, and that's Peterson, who did not get a qualify. Started last, going to go a lap down. Yeah, I had some issues with uh, tech inspection for sure. And Nick Yeoman, it's a matter of time, we think, within a couple of laps because Will Power's got a beat on Benjamin Peterson now off of turn four. Probably notable to point out that uh, a couple weeks ago, Benjamin Peterson was not the easiest guy to pass at mid-Ohio. Might be a different story here on the Oval Mark with many more lanes to pick from. Will Power's going to pick the top side. He's going to pull even with Benjamin Peterson and should rock it around 
him putting the first car lap down here on lap 14. Yeah, we'll see if Scott McLaughlin has an easier time than Will Power did, although Power was pretty easy. I mean, Peterson is doing the right thing. Dave. Yeah, He's yeah. trying to stay low on the he, racetrack. He is. He stayed out of the way. He moved low on the racetrack. He let both those competitors get by him, running first and second. Next one in line, Stingray Rob. Now, if you recall, Stingray didn't make a lot of friends in a few races by not letting him lap him, not wanting to go lap down. But here, I think that he's just going to let him by, fight a different day. If your car's not good here, try it. Just try to finish this race, and, and uh, we'll see how he gets about Stingray Rob, the next one in line. Joseph Dugard, the next one to move past Benjamin Peterson. This could be a full-field rundown with 16 laps complete. Power, McLaughlin, Newgarden, awarded Dixon the top five. Uh, Herta, Sato, Malukas, and Erickson through 10th. Grosjean, 11th, 12th is Francesco, 13th is Rossi, 14th is Ryan Hunter-Ray, 15th VK, 16th Castro Evans, 17th Kirkwood, 18th Lundgaard, 19th Rosenquist, 20th Ray Hall, 21st Canapino, Eilat 22nd, Carpenter 23rd, Ferrucci 24th, Daly 25th, 26th is Harvey, 27th Stingray Rob, Benjamin Peterson in 28th, a lap down with 17 laps complete here with the High V home front 250. Twenty-two laps complete. Top ten. Power. McLaughlin. Newgarden. Award. Dixon. Herta. Pelo. Malukas. Erickson. Takuma. Sato. Time now to check it on pit lane with the race engineer. Here's Michael Young with the HPD engineering update. Yeah, with Mark Crawford, IndyCar project leader. Mark, your first time ever here at the Iowa Speedway. Uh, uh, for your first time, what are your impressions of this place? This is a real racing track. It's uh, it's pretty loud. It's exciting. I think it's everything that we want. Uh, we want Honda and IndyCar to show. And for Honda today, it's going to be a tough, long race. Looking good. You guys have some guys working their way through the field already. Of course, Scott Dixon running in that fourth position. Yeah, he's our uh, he's our best guy right now. But, you know, it's 250 laps. So there's a lot that's going to happen. And uh, we'll watch our other cars come right up behind them all the way to the front. Well, enjoy your day today. You picked a good day to see a race here at the Iowa Speedway. All the best. Thank you. That's Mark Crawford. He's IndyCar Project Leader, and that's your HPD Engineering Update. Let's head down pit lane and go to Georgia Hanneberry. Well, let's highlight Alex Pillow, the most dominant driver in the NTT IndyCar Series at the moment. Three wins in a row leading up to a second place in Toronto, which he salvaged even with a nose wing hanging by a thread. So today, Alex has a chance to get win number five of the season as well as take home $1 million in the People Ready Force for Good Challenge, having won a street circuit and a road course already. So he just needs to check off this oval. He's starting in the seventh position, but told me that Iowa is a great place to make up those spots. They're going to have to keep a close eye on those Firestone tires. As he told me, this is going to be a race of conservation. He has already been told by his team, remember those tires. Jake, what are you looking at? Alexander Rossi, as we mentioned off the top of the race, had said that they were hopeful that they had the right setup to try to work at least through the first stint, get a feel for that car. Just talked to Brian Barnhart. Indeed, the car, that number seven Aero McLaren machine of Alexander Rossi, feels good. He has made up eight spots, started 21st, now running 13th, and halfway through the stint, they are very happy with the way that car is performing for Alexander Rossi. Updates of Pit Road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. 28 laps complete, now a lap down, Santino Ferrucci. 25th, Jack Harvey 26th, 27th, Stingray Robin 28th, Benjamin Peterson, but Will Power continues to have to deal with all kind of traffic, Nick Yeoman. Uh, he does. In fact, right now he's catching the veteran Ed Carpenter. He's got about a 
four or five car length advantage over Scott McLaughlin. McLaughlin's advantage over Joseph Newgarden is about 10 to 12 car lengths. Mark also just saw a change for the fifth position. Our championship leader, Alex Pelot, just got by his Ganassi teammate, Scott Dixon. So move our points leader up into the top five. Things going rather fortuitously, I should say, for Scott McLaughlin, Nick Yobin, because sometimes here, when the leader passes a car, sometimes the guy running second doesn't catch that traffic at the same spot. But so far, McLaughlin's been able to keep it at around 510. But I think the other big advantage, Mark, is he gets to see which lane Will Power takes to pass the lap traffic, and then Scott McLaughlin can simply set his car up to do just that. They've got a bit of breathing room right now, another 20 car lengths before they catch the two Hunkos Hollinger cars. Mark, that's allowed uh, Scott McLaughlin to close. He's about five car lengths behind Will Power. And, Danny, I'm watching Canapino and Eilat running uh, in the 21st and 22nd position, and they're cars are wiggling plenty through the turns. Those cars are a handful. Yeah, they're a handful. And matter of fact, they're just now putting a lap on Peterson. He's really struggling. You can watch him going to turn three. Really slows that car down a lot. Loses a lot of momentum. We can see, matter of fact, Will Power, our race leader, goes by Peterson for the second time. So already two laps down for that A.J. Foyt car. And he is catching Unko's cars right in front of him now. Well, he's running laps of Benjamin Peterson is in the 24-second range while the leader's about 22-1. Yeah, two, two seconds. So he's hanging on. He's one of the drivers that's not having that much fun. We talked to Frucci, his teammate. He said, man, it's going to be a long day. He is also a lap down at 26. Power's lead is now down to three-tenths of a second as they set up for turn number one, Nick Yeoman. First car of Hunko's Hollinger that Will Power has to dispatch of is Callum Eilat. Power moves to the outside to try to get the run at the exit of turn number two. Not able to do it. Scott McLaughlin right there in the tire tracks, three car lengths back. And David Joseph Newgarden's about a second back, but he uh, it doesn't seem to have as big of an issue with traffic, but he's not able to pull up on those front two just yeah, cars look good up there. You know, we visually see how much slower they're going. For example, uh, lap time right now, 21.9. They were in the 18-second bracket when they qualified. They're already off the pace three seconds. Uh, mile an hour, they're way down right now a mile an hour as well. Uh, so they're trying to catch Canapino now, who currently runs in the 21st position. He is the last car on the lead lap. Will Power's got some work to do before he can reel him in, Dick. Into turn number one, the advantage about three car lengths. Very interesting to watch these two drivers use different lines. Will Power, Mark, seems content running the middle of the racetrack. Scott McLaughlin trying to cut it short, running the bottom. 37 laps complete next time by Power, McLaughlin, Newgarden, Award, and below the top five. Erickson, Malukas, Sato, Dixon, and Grosjean, the top ten of the High V Home Front 250. Pit stops are underway. Uh, Colton Hernas on pit road jQuery. And it's been a disastrous pit stop. They had a problem with the front left. Couldn't get the tire on. Then once they attached it, Colton Hernas started to pull away. All of a sudden, that car hiccup. Now they are still working on that front left tire. They cannot get it all the way on for Colton Herta. Now the change that they made, the tire is stuck before they can get it all the way threaded. They've got to take it off. Colton Herta sits and waits. And Colton Herta now, the car goes down. He finally is down and away. That was a disastrous a stop for Colton Herta. Especially under green on the seven-eighths of a mile oval, Davey. Oh, boy. I mean, they were taking a huge risk pitting that early, just way too early for a pit stop, and then have that happen. That pumples him three laps down, puts him in that 28th position three laps down. Uh, definitely not going to recover from that today. He was just outside of the top ten. We do want to thank these stations for carrying the Hy-Vee Homefront 250 at Iowa Speedway, WLWE in Roanoke, Alabama, uh, Alabama, WHIR in Danville, Kentucky, our flagship station. 
in Indianapolis, 93.5 and 107.5, the fan. Mark James, Davey Hamilton with you high up top. Nick Yeoman uh, watching the action down the back straightaway. We have Jake Query, Michael Young, George Hanaberry on Pit Road. 45 laps complete of the 250 to be contested today. Power, McLaughlin, Newgarden, Award, and Pelot, the top five. Malukas, Erickson, Dixon, Sato, and Grosjean, the top ten. Davey, a, a breakneck pace to start this thing. Yeah, well, let me just tell you, we knew the tires were going to fall off, Mark. We talked about how many pit stops we were going to have. We are right now, we are 46 of the 250 laps. We're almost 40 miles an hour off the pace we're qualifying, Mark. 40 miles an hour. That's just unheard of, and that tells you how fast these tires wear out, how slick it is out there, and what these drivers are really trying to feel. So uh, that Colton did hate it. He wanted to get, get in and get tires, but it really cost him. Roman Grosjean is leading a gaggle of cars out of turn number two, Nick Gilman, and guys are just hanging on for dear life. Mark, all four Andretti Autosport drivers are in that hornet's nest as well. Kyle Kirkwood just streaked to the inside of Grosjean. Then you've got Herta, who's on the fresh and t- fresher tires. Devon DeFrancesco bobbled as well, and Mark, all of this happening right in front of Will Power at the start-finish line. Yeah, Will Power, I think that is uh, Felix Rosequist that he wants to pick off first, and Nick Gilman, and now he's bottled up behind Ferrucci. Boy, he went to the inside of Rosenquist, to the outside of Ferrucci. Here comes McLaughlin. He's going to split him as Ferrucci goes below the apron. He's going to come to pit lane. It's still Will Power marked by about four or five car lengths over Scott McLaughlin. Speaking up pit lane, let's check in with Georgia. SVK brought the 21 to the attention of his crew. The four Firestones came off, four went back on, a splash of fuel, and he was on his way, but he was one of the first to come down pit lane. I it was just off the elevator with a handful of spotters before we started today, Davey, and I told him, I said, I wish you guys would be busier today. I'm sorry you won't have Yo, much to no, do. Those spotters are worth it. I mean, they're on top of this building. It's hot out there. It's sunny. And they have a lot of work because no matter if you're running front or back, they're staying really busy. And one thing about pit stops that's happening, forget the fuel. Don't don't worry. We usually do pit stops on how long they can go on fuel. Don't worry about that today. They got plenty of fuel. So these tires are wanting them to come in. And Michael Young will welcome the DHL machine of Roman Grosjean to pit road. Well, stint number one done for Roman Grosjean. Let's see if he does any changes. So far, so good. The stop looking good for this DHL team. They will take a full turn out of that front wing. Good stop, seven seconds. Grosjean down and away. Jake Query. Further back in the field, Jack Harvey and as well Santino Ferrucci trying to get back on pace. Went ahead and made that stop. Routine stops for both. No issue whatsoever for either driver. And it looks like Christian Lundgaard is coming to pit road. We also see a couple of other teams laid out. We see across the way Ryan Hunter Ray. He got off to a good start, Davey, then faded a little bit. Yeah, what happened? He had a good start, made up some position, but then what happened? He got it high down in turn one and two. Obviously, he got some marbles on his tires. Everything that he gained, he lost just a few laps later. So, not a, not a, it started to be a really good run for him, but they fell back quickly. Eilat comes to the attention of his crew as we look across the way. Updates of Pit Road, by the way, brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. Okay, lap 53, Mr. Ray Strategist. Tell us where we're figuring into things. Now. Well, right now, it looks like a, a long four stopper for a majority of these teams now. I mean, the leaders are hanging out there. It's lap 53. I think they need to stay out to that 80 mark if they can. Try to make this, you know, go on fuel, not on tires. But we'll just see how much they lose in the pace. Right now, last time by, 148.7. For Will Power, McLaughlin, 150, as I say, about 40 miles an hour off uh, race pace, 30 miles an hour off race pace. Benjamin Peterson audit off pit road. He struggled since the start. Did not make it through tech inspection. Devlin Francesco had a pretty good qualifying run, David, but he was fading a bit before that pit stop. Yeah, he sure was. And right now, Peterson in that last position, four laps down. His lap time, his last uh, speed. 
it was actually 68 miles an hour. So that, obviously that was a pit. Uh, he he pitted, but hurt out of 149. But you see some of these t drivers that uh, uh, that are still on track. Matter of fact, Daly. How about that's a 142 for Daly. So he's dropped off about 40 mile an hour and from uh, qualifying. Pace. Nick, let's pick up Roman Grosjean in turn number one. What a difference it makes when you have fresh Firestone Firehawks. Just before that stop, Nick, he was white knuckling it all the way around the racetrack. And it's amazing, Mark, watching some of these guys that have had fast race cars like Pato Award and uh, and uh, Alex Pillow get absolutely freight trained by those drivers on fresh tires. We just saw Takuma Sato. He jumped to the inside. Check that. That was Graham Rahal and streaked by Pato Award. Grosjean already into turn number one, but you're right, Mark. The difference in speed right now is pretty astounding from those who have pit and who had it. And speaking of Takuma Sato, he comes to pit road to get service from his team. Looks like Connor Daly also is in that pit window. Elio Castro Neves among those uh, going to visit pit road. And Connor Daly is there now right in front of Georgia Hedeberry. Well, that is Elio Castroneves amongst, or Connor Daly among Pitts Lane. He brought the attention to his crew in the carries. Country number 64, Firestones, a splash of fuel, and he was on his way. Yeah, pretty impressive show by her to start the day's proceedings. Amy. Yeah, you know, yeah, it really was, right? No question about it. And, and you know, watching the, the how many cars are running the high line is majority of them because that does help save these tires. It just makes a bigger radius. They're not scuffing off as much speed. But it just, like right now, you'll have some cars out there in that one range, low 140s. Now you have other ones out there in the 160 range, 165 range. So that tells you the speed dispersion is part of reward. Part of awards coming in for stop right now. And Michael Young will have that stop. Let's see how it goes for Pato Award. He will surrender that fourth position. So far, so good for this team. The number five car, the, the number five car will have a tear off. That's gone away. Boy, that's a great stop. Had a slight bobble. Six seconds. Pato Award, no changes. Jake Query. Pato Award's teammate Alexander Rossi also very good stop. No changes to that car. Said they liked it. They packed it full of fuel. And in under eight seconds, Alexander Rossi returned to the fight. Michael Marcus Erickson is on pit road. Marcus Erickson, his first stop of the day as Scott McLaughlin lays out as well. These guys try to get her done in three stops, but it's going to be certainly close. But Erickson's down and away, just out of the view of our leader, Will Power. Leaders coming to pit road, the top three. We'll start with Jake Query, who will call the stop of Joseph Newgarden. Joseph Newgarden's team is laid out, and here comes that number two Hitachi machine as we will watch it to see as they are set in motion. Joseph Newgarden's car goes up, four new Firestone Firehawks. No changes aerodynamically just yet. They went ahead and did make changes. Full turn on the front wing. Joseph Newgarden down and away in eight seconds. Michael Young. Got McLaughlin, good stop. Six seconds, no changes. One of the best stops we've seen down here this afternoon. Georgia Hedeberry. Scott Dixon makes his way into his pit box. Four Firestones come off. Four Firestones tires also go on a splash of fuel a small wing adjustment in the front and Alex Pillow is the latest to come on to pit road. He is the last one to do so in that cycle. Davey, we look across the way. We see the American Legion team putting service on the car of Alex Pillow. Matter of fact, Georgia Hedeberry, you're a clo little closer than we are. Alex Pillow among the last to head to pit to lane, but he got those four fresh fire zones, a splash of fuel. His team telling him, no pressure, you're doing great. Pretty good timing, Davey, because when all is said and done, it's going to cycle right back to Will Power. Yeah, it sure will. Now, Rosaquest uh, hasn't made his stop yet. We should see him in momentary. Oh, he's in now. So, yeah, his power, McLaughlin, Pelo, Canapino, he he will start falling down as well. But Pelo is in that fourth spot right now. Yeah, Felix Rosenquist is coming to pit road. So now we have 64 laps complete. Will Power has led 63 on the day. Your top 10. Power, McLaughlin, Newgarden, VK, and Award. Sato, Erickson, Grosjean, Ray Hall, and Hunter Ray. The top 10 at the High V Homefront 250.
71 laps complete. 179 to go. Your top 10 power, McLaughlin, Newgarden, Award, Erickson, Sato, DK, Grosjean, Palo, and Rahul. One more IndyCar radio? Of course you do. Well, check out our website for links to our podcast, tablet bios, broadcast schedules, and more. Go to IndyCarRadio.com. Okay, Davey Hamilton, tell us what that fuel window is looking like now for yeah, the front runners. Yeah, so the front runners are on that three-stopper. They came in. They have plenty of fuel. It's not a fuel situation. It's a tire situation. So they came in. They're going to do the three stops. But anybody that pitted before that lap 60 mark, you're, you're going to have a hard time making it to the end with any speed whatsoever. So you can make it on fuel, but I think three stoppers, as we talked earlier, is going to make it. But they, they're they cutting it right at three on tires. Uh, Nick Yeoman, let's take a look at Takuma Sato. I mean, he's not really being challenged right now. Rosenquist just passed him because he's on fresher tires, obviously. But how about Takuma Sato? We haven't seen him since the Indianapolis 500, and he is running a solid six place. Got to pick up right where he left off, right? Showing strong speed on an oval. Right now, uh, he's running right behind Colton Herta. But uh, moments ago, we saw a good battle between him and Marcus Erickson. Erickson's had a good day. He's running in the fifth spot. Then you've got Sato, Mark, who moments ago just picked off Renus VK. And Sato runs to that sixth spot now, setting up for turn three. A lot of things could happen, Davey. A lot of laps left. But at least early on, Will Power appears to have the kind of race car that we've seen Joseph Newgarden here over the last couple of years. Yeah, he sure really has. And I mean, you know, just a little over halfway here, but it does seem to have that car. New Garden, he's only 5.3 seconds back. His car's obviously, those Penske cars in general, really, really good. Like you said, long ways to go. We're only, what, 77 to 250 laps to go. And we know how the face of races change. I mean, it, from now to the end of this thing could be completely different. Well, let's go to Pitt Road and Jake Weary. Talking about Iowa sports legends that are here at this race, including Indianapolis legends as well. Dallas Clark, of course, the former Colts tight end. And first off, you look like you're still in playing shape. I guess farming in Iowa keeps a guy in shape, huh? I, I could do about a two-minute warning, and then I'd be done for about three weeks. <laughs> now, let's talk about this event. Obviously, playing in Indianapolis, you became familiar with racing, I assume, but still pretty darn impressive, isn't it? It's unreal. I mean, I've, I've got to know Tony Kanaan probably the most uh, uh, throughout the years. We trained together in the offseason, and that guy is like the epitome of like what a, a race athlete looks like. I mean, the guy is just mentally strong, physically strong, very, very common characteristic with all these races. I just respect the hell out of them, and they do an amazing job, and they put on a great show here in Iowa. Lastly, I wanted to ask you about this. Just the sport itself. We talk about the drivers, but it is a team sport, a lot like football. Can you just kind of touch on what you witness in terms of everybody collectively coming together to put together a race like this? Well, we all need everyone, and that's kind of the thing. And throughout the week, there's adjustments. There's, you know, you know, communication's huge during the race, off the track. And I think that's the, like, if you have a good, strong team, I think you look at the best teams out of the, you know, the Ray Halls, the, you know, the Penske's out of the, you know, back throughout the years and continue today. The common thing is that everyone knows their role and everyone feels part of the team and they know their role is just important as the driver or, or whoever. So that's kind of the beauty of this, this sport. It's a true race. The driver gets all the attention, just like the dang quarterbacks always gets the attention, you know. But they also get the the criticism too if they you know if they lose or make a bad move and end up in the wall. 
But these guys back here and these gals back here, they make it all happen, and just like the tight ends uh, on the on the on the football field. That's right. It's always good seeing you, Dallas. Enjoy <laughs> Thank today. Thank you so much. Have a great day. That's Iowa Hawkeye, Indianapolis Colts, Tampa Bay Buck, Dallas Clark. We were setting up a battle. We wanted to watch Nick Yeoman for the ninth position between Grosjean, Rossi, and Graham Rahal. Rahal's not in that battle anymore. Uh, Mark, let's table that for just a moment because we got a battle for the lead in turns three and four. Will Power on the outside. Scott McLaughlin just knows the head. Looks like that'll settle down on the front straightaway. But, Mark, you're absolutely right. And Davey can talk about it. It looked like Graham Rahal marbled up those tires in turns one and yeah, two. Yeah, what he did, went in behind Grosjean where Power is right now as McLaughlin's right behind him. Got in that marbles, got those tires and that uh, debris and slid up the track and almost came to a complete stop in turn two to keep it out of the wall, but continued on. Grosjean Malukas running just in front of the leaders, Nick Yeoman. Malukas is currently 10th. Grosjean would be a lap down at 11th. It's the race within the race, right? They are running for their lives, although running just inside the top 10. Grosjean right ahead of Will Power, separated by one car length back to Scott McLaughlin. Grosjean trying to stay on the lead lap. Will Power is going to streak to his outside. And Scott Dixon is in that battle, but he is a lap down. So Power goes to the high side of Grosjean. We'll see if McLaughlin can follow him through turn two. McLaughlin's going to run that middle groove. Grosjean does a nice job of keeping it pinned to the inside, and Grosjean will go lap down to McLaughlin as well. Now Scott Dixon looks to the outside, Mark. That's the battle for 12th. First car lap down. Nose to tail. Battle for the lead off of turn number four. McLaughlin is looking high with Ed Carpenter running just in front of Will Power. They are trying to navigate through lap traffic and battle for the race lead at the same time. Power slips to the inside. He'll put Ed Carpenter another lap down. Scott McLaughlin, he's going to pick his spot. He'll streak to the inside as well. And Scott Dixon, Nick Yeoman, is trying to catch those guys. He'd like to get around him to get that lap back. He goes to the high side Carpenter. He'll go the long way around Ed Carpenter and make that pass, as will Roman Grosjean. Next up behind Grosjean is Joseph Newgarden. Mark, he runs in third, but again, it's about a half a straightaway behind the race leaders. Newgarden, he just got around Kyle Kirkwood, and uh, Newgarden now is bottled up a little bit behind Roman Grosjean into turn four. That's his former boss, Ed Carpenter. He just passed. Carpenter's car chased way up the racetrack. Now Grosjean has Newgarden to his outside. Mark, up front, they were side-by-side side for the race race lead. Will Powers, Scott McLaughlin out of turn two. They work their way around Kyle Kirkwood now. McLaughlin hasn't done it just yet. Hopes to do it. Does he clear him in turn three? He certainly will. He'll streak around. That's the pink and white car that actually is Elio Castroneves who's out of the throttle. Now we look right ahead of Will Power, Mark. David Malukas running for his life in 10th, trying to stay on the lead lap. So Power, McLaughlin, Newgarten, Award, Erickson, Sato, Pelot, VK, Rossi, Malukas, Top 10. Those are the guys still on the lead lap, Nick Yeoman, into turn number four. Here comes Scott McLaughlin. He's got to run through turns three and four. He is all over the rear wing of Will Power. Power sees two cars going side by side ahead of him into turn number one. 90 laps complete this time by Will Power. Negotiates Santino Ferrucci to the high side. McLaughlin now sees Joseph Newgarden with a good run up in turn number two. Shot out of a cannon. The Iowa dominator, Joseph Newgarden, gets around Scott Dixon. That's not for position, but the three Petsky trio mark down the front straightaway all three battling for the race lead and they continue to battle into turn number one will power with the most comfortable advantage of them new garden again with a strong run off in turn number two power's going to try to get david malukas down here in turn three he'll make that pass look easy so now he has lapped everybody up to the ninth position scott mclaughlin joseph Newgarden, right behind malukas down the front stretch and it looks like mclaughlin is going to clear malukas now at the start finish line he does that joseph Newgarden trying to keep pace Let's go to a pit road check-in with Michael Young. 
McLaughlin's been on the radio with Kyle Moyer just asking where everybody is. I think he wants to get around Will Power, but I think he's biding his time. Kyle will tell him how many laps he has on the tires. Expect McLaughlin to potentially make the move if his teammate Joseph Newgarden starts to close in on that rear wing. He took a pretty big swing thanks to lap traffic a couple of laps ago, but Power was able to hold him off. Yeah, he really was. Now he has a, here comes Newgarden for second right now underneath McLaughlin going to the three. Newgarden seems to have the fastest car corner speed wise catches right up to beside one teammate i mean they are side by side mclaughlin able to pull ahead of the start finish line but right now he seems to have the fastest on the track that's new garden it stays side by side into turn number two dick yeoman new Garden's going to get to the inside he'll wrestle away that second spot and now he'll set his sights on the race leader will power power with three lap cars ahead of him they'll all move to the outside to try to get around benjamin peterson but mark you could throw a blanket over the top three peterson goes to the bottom of the racetrack alexander rossi among those running in front of them as the top three set sail for turn number two. And Scott Dixon is not going away. He continues to hound. Scott McLaughlin wants to get his lap back. Not going to be able to do it down the back straightaway. The Penske Trio into turn three. Again, Scott Dixon has shown a lap down. He's in the 10th position. Will Power continues to work his way around lap traffic with Joseph Newgarden in tow, Renus VK, the most recent one to go a lap down. It's just fascinating, battling for the race lead while also passing slower lap traffic. Little bit of breathing room this time for Will Power, but with six car lengths into turn number three, Newgarden's got the buffer of VK to act to Scott McLaughlin, although McLaughlin's going to make that pass out of turn four. 97 laps complete, Power, Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, and Eric's in the top five. Sato, Pelot, Rossi, the top eight, the only drivers on the lead lap here at the Hy-Vee Homefront 250. Thanks for listening to great stations all across this nation of ours. WWBA in St. Petersburg, Florida. WKXD in Cooksville, Tennessee. And WBUT in Butler, Pennsylvania. Updates from Pit Road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. Let's start with George Hedeberry. Well, Elio Castroneves is amongst one of the first to come down to pit lane. He was complaining about the car not handling as well as he would have liked it to. So they took some front wing out of it. He got four tires and a splash of fuel as well. Michael, what's happening on your end? Scott. McLaughlin just radioed into his race strategist Kyle Moyer said my car is starting to develop understeer. Kyle asked if you would like more front wing. He said yes. Expect that change when they come in after stint number two. Jake Query. And that perfectly explains why Joseph Newgard might have been able to get into that second position because Tim Sendrick said they added the, uh, the front wing and that stop because he had that issue and now all of a sudden with that more downforce Newgard is able to put that car where he wants, where he'd like to put it of course, one spot higher in front of his teammate, Will Power, but Joseph Newgarden, the adjustment working, running in second. Bailey, Francesco, others coming to pit road, Davey. Yeah, a lot of them coming, the, the ones that pitted the first round, plan on doing four, maybe even five stops at this point. They're on a four-stop schedule right now, but the three stoppers are the ones that's going to probably benefit, but right now, that's only eight of the drivers, eight of the cars. Rossi is the one that's trying to hold on. Powers about 20 cars behind him going down there into turn three right now, trying to put him a lap down. Joseph Newgard made a couple of good runs at him, Nick Yeoman, but he runs about three-tenths of a second behind him right now in turn four. Yeah, it's kind of that rubber band effect. He's got to kind of build the momentum back up, and he may have just done that. He's starting to run down Will Power. Power's car chases up the racetrack. Newgard's going to look to the inside. Mark, they're side-by-side side here on lap 107. They stay side-by-side, side, but Will Power noses in front. He's running a half a group higher. They stay side 
side by side in the exit of turn number four. Will Power now going to grab the spot back into turn number one? They're both chasing Alexander Rossi into corner number one. Power about a car length behind Rossi. Again, Will losing, using the outside groove all day long. He'll get to the outside of Rossi. Mark, I think Newgard's going to have to check up and regather that momentum. Let's go to pit road check in with Michael Young. Romain Grosjean just completed his second stop of the day. It was a good one, 7.3 seconds. They took a whole round out of that front rank. So uh, now, Davey, we go, we'll go all the way up to position number eight, find Alexander Rossi a lap down. Yeah, Alexander Rossi be the last car a lap down. He's trying to hang on. Actually, Newgarden just got by him as well. Looks like McLaughlin's going to put him a lap down as well. Those pits, are really amazing right now how fast and how equal they are as we see Colton Herta in his pit stop. Jay Query. This Colton Herta stop is really only relevant because of the fact that he had the disastrous stop on stop number one. This time much better, 7.6 seconds. Keep in mind, it was a long, long stop. Cost him three laps first time around. Michael Young. Marcus Erickson in for his second stop. Still hanging out in that top ten position. That crew goes to work. Let's see if they do any changes. They will do a tearaway. Thus far, no changes in that front wing. And Marcus Erickson down and away. Just a little over six and a half seconds. And that gap is starting to widen a bit for Will Power. Davey Hamilton, eight-tenths of a second over Joseph Newgarden. Yeah, it looks like their speeds. Matter of fact, their last time by Power, 154.6. Newgarden 154.9, just a little bit quicker, but then the last lap will just a little quicker. So they're just kind of going back and forth right now, but it looks like a good space for power to have a little breathing room. And uh, Colton Herta, it just came off of pit road, Damien, again, as we talked about with Dick Yeoman earlier, what a difference those fresh fire, still fire. Yeah, they, they really do. And, and we see Colton Herta, unfortunately, after that mishap, five laps down, actually four laps down right now in that 26 position in that number 26 car. Not helping in the points championship either. I mean, he's trying to stay in that top 10 in points. He right now is 10th in the championship. Been a long day for Benjamin Peterson. He comes on and off pit road. We see uh, one of the Aero McLaren cars come to pit road for service. Jake Query, Alexander Rossi. Yeah, Alexander Rossi had a good stop. Again, as you talked about, he was trying to hang on to become the last car on the lead lap. Came in surrendering the eighth plate position, a lap down. Routine change for him. Tires and fuel, no adjustments. Back out for Alexander Rossi. And all of this, Davey, we haven't gotten to that halfway point yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the cars, two stops made so far for these drivers, not even halfway. But right now, it's going to be 60, about 125 for the leaders. Lap 125, we're on lap 115, so about 10 laps. Expect those leaders to be coming in. Uh, lap 115, here you go, full field rundown. Power, Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, and Sato, the top five. Below is running six. The rest of these cars, a lap down. Dixon, seventh. Malukas, eighth. Rosenquist, ninth. Harvey, tenth. Two laps down in 11th VK. Erickson, 12th. 13th, Canapino. 14th, Kirkwood. 15th, Rossi. 16th, Rob. Three laps down. 17th, Grosjean. 18th, Lundgaard. 19th, Hunter Ray. 20th, Rahal. 21st, Daly. 22nd, Castro Nevis. 23rd, Eilat. 2014, Francesco, four laps down at 25th, Ed Carpenter. Colton Herta, 26th. Ferrucci, five laps down at 27th. And Benjamin Peterson, Davey, eight laps down at 28th. Yeah, boy, Benjamin Peterson, yeah. You got to have to, somebody's going to have to give him a lot of water after this race. He is working hard out there just to hang on. His car is definitely not right. We see the cars with old tires. We start to see the ones with new. 
And you can just see the speed difference, how much time you can make up. And that's what Rossi's going to try to do. He's going to try to make up, get his lap back on these fresh tires before the leaders come in and pit again. Nick Yeoman, the points leader, Alex Pillow, currently runs in the sixth position before long. He may know that Will Power's coming up on him in an attempt to put him a lap down. He is the next one on Will Power's hit list. Will's biggest concern right now is, as Davey pointed out, some of those drivers that just pitted that are streaking around him, like last week's winner Christian Lundgaard, Marcus Erickson catching him as well. Erickson just got around Joseph Newgard. Now he'll slice to the inside of Will Power. So, Mark, it's fascinating. The race leaders, right now, the slowest cars on the track. And those guys last pitted on lap 62. Power, Newgard, and McLaughlin. Here goes Newgard side by side with power off at of two. Joseph got a great run out of turn number two when he darted to the inside and we've got a new leader on lap 120. It's Joseph Newgarden. He's got an advantage of about four or five car lengths. Power now. Mark has to worry about his teammate Scott McLaughlin in turn one. McLaughlin is right in the tire tracks now. Scott Dixon had a moment there. He had to woo it up a little bit because of Alex Below and now McLaughlin bobbles a bit off at of turn number two. If you follow a car into turn two, don't be aware that that uh, dirty air will kick you up the racetrack. That's what happened to McLaughlin. So now he's got Graham Rahal to his inside. But it's Joseph Newgarden, your race leader, into turn one. And Joseph Newgarden, Davey, how patient was he? And when the time was right, he pounced. He did. You know, he just timed it right. He did. He lost a little bit of speed, gained it, lost of track time. But right now, you know, sometimes it's better to be second than first. But pit stops are going to happen. And I think they're going to happen right here in the next few laps. And I think you talked about the advantages to running second is the fact that, you know, you you get an advanced look at that line. David Malukas is on pit road, and Jake Query is there. And he's running inside the top ten as David Malukas comes in. That number 18 machine now goes up. They put the four tires on. No changes to him. Good stop. 8.6 seconds for David Malukas. Alex Pillow in for service. Alex Pillow made it to pit lane. He told me a little bit earlier, if you do a lap of si a stint of 60 laps, those tires are going to fall off by about two seconds in the course of those 60 laps compared to those fresh Firestone tires. And speaking of Firestones, he got four fresh ones, a splash of fuel. Scott Dixon on his way, trailing behind to his pit up box as well. The fuel goes in. The four Firestones come off. The four Firestones go back on. It is a seamless stop for Scott Dixon. He's down and away. Later, Joseph Newgar comes to the attention of his crew and Jake Query. All four tires are set up for Joseph Newgarden. Boy, they really look some blisters on the front and left as they make all four Firestone Firehawk changes for Joseph Newgarden. No aerodynamic changes. Fuel in, down and away for Joseph Newgarden. Power, McLaughlin, they come to pit road too, Michael Young. Yep, there goes Scott McLaughlin watching Will Power right now. No changes. He said the car was okay. Joseph Newgarden will beat him out. Pato Award is in as well. Still watching the end of the remainder of that stop for Pato Award. He will get down and away, but a good stop for the Will Power guys. Good clean stop. By the front runners, David. yeah. Other than McLaughlin, looks like he had a little stumble down there. He's quite a ways back. They're going into three. Heach is coming off at turn two, so lost a lot of ground with that Pinsky car. And Takuma Sato, who's been hanging around in the top five of that Deloitte machine uh, for Chip Ganassi Racing, Davey. He comes to pit road for service. Yeah. Probably a routine stop. Road routine stop there as well. No need those new tires right now. It's going to shuffle around once they all get back on track. We kind of update you on how many cars are lapped down. It appears to be 11 at this point. We're rocking. He got his lap back, uh, but like I say, being on a different strategy, it could hurt him later on. We've reached the halfway point now. Newgarden, Power, Erickson, McLaughlin award the top five. Rosenquist, VK, Kirkwood, Rossi, and below the top ten. All of those drivers on the lead lap of the High V Home Front 250. You're just one second quicker than the Penske's. You are the only car that was able to stay within five seconds of the Penske's right now. 
Still doing a great job here, man. We're at the end of the stint. Keep it up. Uh, trying to keep Pato Award focused, Davey Hamilton. Let him know he's very much in contention. Yeah, he really is. He looks good. He's in that fourth position ahead of Erickson, Kirkwood, Rossi. Um, he he is a, a, a challenge right now. But you take the three, you take the three Pinskys out, and then he's in the game. Nick Yeoman. Uh, in fact, it's a battle for third. Scott McLaughlin and Pato Award are going to dice it up into turn one. The problem, Mark, they've got four lap cars right ahead of them. McLaughlin to the outside. Pato Award has to jump way out of the throttle. He's going to lose a ton of momentum down the back stretch. Yeah, that's a high V machine of Lundgaard that is uh, serving as kind of a blocker. Uh, not doing anything uh, out of the ordinary, just in a tough place to catch him, Nick Yeoman. He's trying to gather it back in and track him down now as they set sail for turn number one. So Pato will start to work to the outside. The next car he's got to get around is Ryan Hunter Ray. Hunter Ray will give him the inside. Now it's clear track. McLaughlin's advantage. Again, this battle for third is about six car lengths in turns three and four. To Michael Young. And a half a turn came out of the front wing for Scott McLaughlin that time. The reason for the stop was Pato Award was coming in. He just asked maybe next time if we could pit off sequence with Pato Award because he had to drive around the crew guys. And when they sit further out, it's tougher for McLaughlin to get in his pit box. That was his only request. Lead grows to 1.1 second, making a second now by Joseph Newgarden over power. Then it's McLaughlin, Award, Erickson, Kirkwood, and Rossi. Alex Pelot, Takuma Sato, the top nine. A lap down in 10th to Scott Dixon. Rita's VK, 11th, 12th, Lundgaard. 13th, Grosjean, 14th, Rahul. 15th, Malukas. Two laps down in 16th, Rosenquist. Harvey, 17th, 18th, Eilat, 19th, Daly. 20th, Castro Nevis, 21st, Hunter Ray. 22nd, Canapino. And 23rd, DeFrancesco. 24th, Colton Herta, three laps down. Ed Carpenter, three laps down in 25th. Stingray Rob, four laps down in 26th. Long day for the AJ-14, Davey. Ferrucci, four laps down in 27th. Peterson, seven laps down in 28th. Yeah, and they called it, right? They said that even before. You know, as soon as qualifying was over earlier today, Ferrucci goes, ah, I'm going to have buy up a tough day today. And Peterson not even getting to qualify, so he didn't know what he's going to have for this race. So not good for those drivers. But you know what? They just got to keep fighting in there. A pot of award looking for a little clean racetrack. For now, he may have found it, Nick Yeoman, to the entrance to turn three. Yeah, he may have an opportunity, Mark, because this is about as much clean air as you're going to get. Scott McLaughlin blows by Connor Daly at the exit of turn number four. Pato's going to look to the inside. He'll get around Daly as well. Mark, it could get interesting here for third in the next several laps. Will Power had led 119 laps before he gave it up to Joseph Newgarden. Newgarden has now led 19 laps. McLaughlin with a strong run for now, Nick Yeoman. Has about a nine-car length advantage now as he exits turn four. Yeah, that car walks up the racetrack out of turn number four. Expel the sponsorship this week for McLaughlin. It's a yellow and white race car. His advantage over the orange and black of Pato Award stays at about five car lengths out of turn two. Feel any different about the fuel strategy in terms of the pit stops, Davey? No, really not. I mean, the, the, especially the four stop, there's plenty of fuel there. They're just trying to figure out to make pit stops, to keep fast on the tires. When you lose two, two and a half seconds a lap on older tires, they're just putting tires on right now. But now the top three, or I should say the top eight on that strategy of of doing the three-stopper, there's still enough fuel, Mark. They have enough to the end. They're just kind of playing the tire game as well. Well, Nick Yeoman, it took it a while for that race car to come to him, but now that it has, Joseph Newgarden is flat worth the price of admission because that car is flat stuck. I mean, Mark, over the last 15 laps, watching him dice through the lap traffic that, quite frankly, Will Power has not been able to is quite impressive. He's got about a buffer of about seven lap cars right now between himself and Will Power. Newgarden exits turn number four right as Will Power is ending the apex of 
of turn number three. And he just slipped around Devlin DeFrancisco, did Will Power. We were talking about McLaughlin and Pottawa Ward before long, Nick. It looks like McLaughlin may have something to say about Will Power's second place ride. I think both of them are running down Will Power. In fact, here comes Pottawa Ward. He's got a strong charge on Scott McLaughlin. He's trying to get around the lap car of Devlin DeFrancisco. Mark second, third, and fourth, separated by a couple car lengths. Will Power up and out of the groove. Mark, he might attack the wall. He got way out of the throttle, out of four. He tucked right in behind Ed Carpenter, and there just wasn't any room there. He's trying to gather it back in. Wonder if he did any damage to the race car. Meanwhile, Pottawa Ward with a strong run up at turn number two, trying to track down McLaughlin. So Power goes from second to fourth, hanging on in that Verizon car. The battle between McLaughlin and Award is now for second. McLaughlin's advantage at the start-finish line, six car lengths. Well, how high? Can you go off of turn number four? Will Power just found out. Yeah, he'll tell you how you go. He got all the way so high, right next to that wall. How he didn't hit it, I'm not sure. He back up to speed now, but he lost two positions doing that. Now eight seconds behind the leader. Uh, to pit road, Michael Young. Rob Rizuski got on the radio and said, Will, we all right? And Will did not respond. They did look over the car. The front wing looks fine. There's a little mark on one of the tires. Will, again, did not radio back. But as you can see, guys, everything's okay with Will Power. Yeah, seems to be for sure. He's gathered it back in. But uh, he's not in contention with that top three for sure. Davey Hamilton, you've got to look at the replay. Yeah, look at the replay. He hit the wall pretty good, actually. But he hit both right rear and right front at the same time. Just kind of scuffed it along there. It shouldn't have been anything. He hit it at a good angle. But he definitely, you can see the rubber uh, against that wall flying off. Some smoke on there. But doesn't look like it bit anything. Will got right back after it. And off he goes. Closing in on 100 laps to go, Davey. Joseph Newgarden has opened up a lead of 6.7 seconds. Yeah, really amazing that. Uh, how uh, how far ahead he is right now, but it really isn't because he's the guy. He's odd on favorite. He's the one that's been winning here the most lately. That car is really, really fast, and man, it's just, you know, it's incredible how you see so many cars that are with new tires, and they go 30 miles an hour quicker than ones with old tires, and just the, the rate of speed and the catch-up speeds, but you got to be be careful the car in front of you. Pit stops uh, underway to Georgia Hedeberry. Rena's VK, one of the first to come to pit lane. The four Firestones come off, four go on, a splash of fuel, and earlier today, Rena's told me that the thing that really surprised him about Iowa Speedway, the bumps. It is not smooth all the way around. There are bumps. This is a physical track, and he was to find, out, find that out in pit number one. Michael. Ron Rizuski again back on the radio with Will Power asked if he wanted any changes. Will said no. The car is good. They said we've got about another 38 laps to go before we come back yeah. down pit lane. Nick Elman. And we've got issues for Graham Rahal. He has white-walled those tires. In fact, it looks like the right front suspension is folded over. Mark didn't see what happened. We can only assume he hit the turn four wall. He slides to the grass and comes to a stop. First caution here on lap 152 at Iowa Speedway. Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, Potable Ward, Will Power, Marcus Erickson, Kyle Kirkwood, the top six. Those cars on the lead lap. Rossi, Pelot, Dixon, and Sato a lap down through 10th. 11th place is Grosjean. 12th is Palookas. He is two laps down. Those are top 12. We pause 10 seconds for a stage identification. This is the IndyCar Radio Network. Day is done for Graham Rahal. Car is on the hook. Uh, Davey Hamilton, first caution of the day. Yeah, first, uh, first caution of the day. Graham... Basically the same thing, Will Power just got a little bit high, got of those marbles off of turn four, where Will hit the thing, just both right side tires at the same time. Graham got into it right front first, so uh, it took that right front suspension and actually bent it underneath. Graham couldn't control the car. 
Didn't, didn't hurt anybody else. Not a lot of debris on the track. Got hit off the track inside. It's going on the trailer now. They're, they're picking up the debris, and pits are open. So I'm surprised these cars aren't all gathered up. You see cars getting ready to come on pit lane right now, but you see cars all the way back in turn two. So a lot of these drivers are not doing a very good job of packing up as we see the leader, which was no surprise, of New Garden coming down pit lane right now. Then we got second McLaughlin. All the leaders come down pit lane. Now what this is going to do, it could help people with, uh, get laps back. Middle stint of this race has belonged to Joseph Newgarden, Jake. And so Joseph Newgarden's Hitachi machine goes up. Tear-off goes off. Question is, what's it mean aerodynamically? Nothing. Fuel in, he's away. Just under eight seconds for Joseph Newgarden. Busy on your end, Michael Young. Scott McLaughlin, his Expel crew have gone to work. We'll call the race off of pit lane. Joseph Newgarden already by. Really good stop for Scott McLaughlin. He's down our way. He'll be second out in 8.6 seconds. Then it's Pato Award and the machine of willpower. They're your top four on pit lane. And Marcus Erickson had to dodge willpower getting into his pit box down there. Michael Young, plenty of activity on your end of pit road. Yeah, Marcus Erickson just now completing his stop along with Kyle Kirkwood. Both of them heading back out to the exit of pit lane in turn number two. Updates of pit road brought to you by Shell, the official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series, and uh, Davey, this comes with 93 laps to go. Yeah, it comes with 93 laps to go, as we were talking about, when leaders come in. So what they do is a, is a wave-by. So right now, Newgarden towards the back of this field with, with McLaughlin, uh, Pato, and Power behind. Actually, Erickson coming, and one more coming on, and that is uh, Kyle Kirkwood. Now, they'll wave the rest of the field back around. It's going to make up a lap for a lot of these drivers. They'll pit at the end, so it's going to help some of them get their laps back. How many's on the lead lap? We'll, we'll soon tell you. Disastrous pit stop early, Davey. We see Colton Hurdle laid out, getting ready to stop, and that disastrous pit stop early just took him out of contention. Yeah, completely took him out of contention. When you go three laps down and nobody else has even pitted yet, you're in big, big trouble. Now, he's done a good job by getting himself from dead last, basically in that 28th position. Right now, currently sits in that 20th position, so he's making up ground, but uh, it's not putting him in contention to win. I'm sure those drivers, as they're going around here uh, under caution, happy to see those sweepers going around the Yeah, so that's one thing that we do on the ovals as well. They have sweep trucks, and a lot of times they go through the corners where there's a debris or a caution. They try to pick up that debris, open that race line open a little bit, although may not help that much because we are running two crews already. I don't, I don't know if we'll, it just helps if you get in that third crew. We get moved up there. It's, it keeps you out of the marbles. Hey, settle in. Relax. Once we complete this, we'll, we'll enjoy uh, country music superstar Kenny Chesney. And then after that, Nick Yeoman, Indy Next presented by Firestone here at Iowa Speedway. That's right. Uh, round number eight as we crest into the second half of that championship. Really good battle at the top of the standings between Nolan Siegel and Christian Rasmussen, Hunter McElray within striking distance as well. But how about the story yesterday? Jacob Abel and Abel Motorsports, uh, that's the team, of course, Mark, that made the Indy 500 with R.C. Ederson. First career pole for Jacob Abel, the driver from Louisville, Kentucky, got it done, so he will lead the field to the green flag with Christian Rasmussen to his outside. Again, 75 laps around Iowa Speedway a little bit later today, 7.20 Eastern time, 6.20 local right here on IndyCar Radio for Round number eight of Indy Next by Firestone. 90 laps to go, Davey. Still under caution. You see the wave around. Yeah, the wave rounds happen right now. So what we'll see is Joseph Newgarden, when he catches up to the pace car, which there's only like, looks like 11 cars maybe that are not being waved around. Maybe not even that. Maybe down to about nine. And this is going to give us a true indicator of where everybody stands, how many laps down they are. We almost got all the car, basically all, the whole field pretty much went around. Now, here we go right now. Everybody's past that pace car. Joseph Newgard's going to pull up behind it. All those teams 
It's kind of like a lucky lucky dog, so to speak. They get a lot back. They still have to pit. They're going to open pit lane here momentarily. Once everybody kind of gathers a lap before it goes green, they'll come in and pit, come back out, and they, you know, give them a little, little breathing room. AMR IndyCar safety crew running just behind the sweepers, kind of alerting the drivers and the traffic coming along the racetrack, Davey, that they're still out on. Looks like they're going to make one full circuit around that high groove, and that's badly needed, as dirty as it is. Yeah, not really sure why they're stopped over there in the entry of turn three right now. Well, they stopped waiting on the traffic. Okay, yeah, there you go. They, they, uh, it's time to go. I mean, we, the, the AMR safety truck, as you said, they, uh, they guard and let you, let them know that those, those trucks are there. Here they're moving. Oh, I see. They're getting off the track. Yeah, that's where, where they, they're, that's yeah, where that's they're parked. Their okay, yeah, there you go. Just wait for them to get off the track. I thought they were going to go one more time through turn three and four, but they're off the track right now. Everybody's there for their pit stops. All uh, right, let's go to Jake Query. David Malukas has surrendered the 12th position, had worked his way into the top 10. Bit of a hiccup on the fuel, but he's down in a way they did not make any adjustments on the front wing. Michael Young. Scott McLaughlin not coming in. I thought the team was going to lay out, but they're going to stay with that track position. Everybody in my end of pit lane, basically the whole field, going to need one more stop. It's Pelot, then Rossi, Dixon, Rosenquist, David Malukas, Takuma Sato, Jack Harvey, Colton Herta, and that's how they look coming off a of pit lane along with Callum Eilat and Head Carpenter. It looked like a bit of a lengthy stop for Roman Grosjean, the DHL machine. Yeah, a maybe. bit of a lengthy stop there, too. Didn't see him enter it, but it seemed that he was there quite a while. Now, what this is going to do, too, there's going to be one more stop for most of these drivers and even the leaders because with it, with uh, 86 laps to go, they were pitting around lap 62, Mark. That's too much on fuel. So we will see another stop. This isn't the last one. They'll all be coming in again. So uh, Jake and Georgia and Michael will all be getting their money's worth. They all, yeah, we're getting their money's worth having to because they got one more round of stops they're going to have to do before this one ends. Uh, four leaders, five lead changes. Power has led 119 laps. Joseph Newgarden, 43. Uh, Sada was led a lap. Below has led a lap. Uh, that was during a pit window, of course. Uh, just the first caution now. Uh, it's lasted 13 laps. Alexander Rossi, plus 12 of the day. Jack Harvey, the same. Kyle Kirkwood, plus 11. Felix Rosen. Felix Rosenquist plus nine, and Caleb Eilat is plus eight. Nick Yeoman, we've seen the pace car pulling off at turn two. Give us the roll call. The first 11 positions all still on the lead lap. Yeah, it's the uh, front six who have been on the lead lap for most of today. New Garden McLaughlin, Award Power, Erickson, and then Kyle Kirkwood. Then you've got a buffer with some lap cars. Uh, the next car on the lead lap is seventh place running Alex Pillow. Rest of the top ten, Rossi, Dixon, and Sato. Here they come, Mark, out of turn number four. Joseph uh, Newgarden about to accelerate. No traffic for the leaders for the first time in a long, long time. Marcus Eric Erickson got a really good jump on Will Power into turn number one. Kyle Kirkwood did as well. Erickson's going to take away that fourth spot. Kirkwood keeps it pinned to the bottom. He'll take fifth away from Will Power. Meanwhile, ahead of them, a challenge for second. Pato Award dives to the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get around Scott McLaughlin. Starting to go side by side into turn number three, and now Award tucks right in behind him. Front three still hooked up at the exit of turn number one. Will Power must have just spun his tires, Mark, because he's got it gathered back up. He easily passes Kyle Kirkwood in turn one. Now he'll dart to the inside of Erickson into turn three. Made that pass look easy for sure to get back to the four spot. Will Power. Let's see if he can stay on that rail and catch that front three. They are nose to tail back to turn number one. Separated by just two car lengths. Newgarden, McLaughlin, and Pato Award. It's McLaughlin running higher than the drivers ahead and behind him. They'll stay right in step into turn number three. 
Bowtie flexing its muscle a bit today, Nick Yeoman. They own the top four spots with Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, and Power as they set sail back to turn one. It is indeed a great day to be in a Chevrolet. Joseph Newgarden for Team Penske has his teammate Scott McLaughlin, two car lengths behind. Then it's Pato Award. He's not in a Penske Chevrolet. That's an Aero McLaren Chevrolet. Front three, Mark, have gotten away from that second group of cars, Power, Erickson, and Kirkwood, fourth, fifth, and sixth out of turn four. Yeah, let's stay with that Power, Erickson, and Kirkwood. Give a tip of the cap to Kyle. He's had a good day, Nick Yeoman. And here comes Alex below, Mark. He's one of those drivers that had to pick through some of the lap traffic. He may enter the mix as well, but you're right. Great day for Kyle Kirkwood. He's watching Will Power and Marcus Erickson mix it up into turn three. Dixon Rossi, that's a good battle, Nick Yeoman, into turn three. That's a battle for eight. Rossi's got it pinned to the outside. Dixon to the inside. They stay side by side out of turn number four. It's the momentum for Alexander Rossi that carries him around Scott Dixon to hold that eighth position. Dixon, though, fights right back on the bottom. 78 laps to go. Scott Dixon, Dixon will grab that position. Now Rossi fades to about three car lengths, although he starts to reel it back in at the entrance to turn four. He'll hit the apex, and Scott Dixon's got to really wind it up out of turn number four. He'll pull a bit of a gap on Alexander Rossi, call it four car lengths, as now he tries to get around the lap car of Renus VK. Dixon's got a strong charge out of turn two. In front of them, Kirkwood looks like he's trying to reel in Marcus Erickson into turn number four. Yep, those two are separated by just a couple car lengths. It's the red and white of Marcus Erickson, all pink for Kyle Kirkwood. Auto Nation, the sponsorship. Both of those drivers trying to run back down Will Power. Erickson a little high out of turn two. First, second, and third have some separation. Fourth, fifth, and sixth, not so much, Nick, yeah. in turn number three. Uh, they are evenly separated by about a car length or two. Will Power first out of corner number four in that fourth spot. He'll pull a bit of a gap on Erickson, call it three car lengths. Then it's Kyle Kirkwood sitting in that sixth spot. Getting ready to complete lap 175. Davey, you're taking a close look at timing and scoring, looking at lap times. Yeah, just looking at the lap times right now, you know, they're up to speed. Start at 170, down to that 162. The tires are starting to fall off a little bit. But I see some cars out the back starting to get some handling going, starting to probably all these stops, just making adjustments. Matter of fact, Grosjean being one of that. He's in that 11th spot, but Malukas at 12th. He is one lap down, um, Malukas, but uh, you're actually doing a pretty good job. And you got to remember, Rosequist started way back in this field in P14 right now. Kirkwood is a nuisance, uh, to put it mildly, for Marcus Erickson headed back to turn number one, Nick. Yeah, and searching around the racetrack as well, looking low in turns one and two, moved up the racetrack in turns three and four, trying to pick his way into the top five. Erickson's got that spot mark as they settle into turn three. The gap is three car lengths. And a familiar refrain, Nick Yeoman, as your leader, Joseph Newgarden, is catching up to Benjamin Peterson. We'll keep an eye on that as we check in with Georgia Hedeberry. Graham Rahal has been checked and cleared for the NTT IndyCar Series Medical Unit. And Graham, you've now seen the replay. Can you let us into some insight on what happened? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, uh, got into marbles, obviously. And uh, I've been struggling with the rear of the car a ridiculous amount. Uh, and anytime I touch a seam, it wiggles. And uh, just had a minor moment and then get into marbles and it's over. So I had one earlier in the race, too, in turn two. But uh, we managed to, to just just stay off the wall. But, uh, I mean, I'm so frustrated. You know, it's disappointing, particularly after a decent qualifying. Uh, but for Blue Compass RV and for everybody here on our team, for Hy-Vee, uh, certainly not what we expect, uh, nor, the, nor the finish we we're hoping for. Thank you, Graham. Graham Rahal. A lot of drivers out there with their fingers crossed hoping for good results in that 30-minute warm-up that they'll get tomorrow, Davey.
that's going to help them out, Mark. You know, they know what they have today. That's a key thing. They're going to be able to go back in the trainer set this race is over, look at all the data, make some changes, then come and try them tomorrow morning. I think we'll see a little more competitive race tomorrow. I think we'll see more guys on the lead lap tomorrow just because they have some time to work with the car. This impound race was tough for everybody. About 10 laps till the leader caught the rear of the field, Dick Yeoman, and Joseph Dugard, those Firestone Firehawks, freshen it up to where he's making quick work of them. Yep, he's having no problem dicing his way through lap traffic moments ago. Got around Ed Carpenter. Scott McLaughlin dispatches of Carpenter uh, right now through turns one and two. Pottawa War going to be the next to do it. But for Joseph Newgarden, Mark, he's got heavy lap traffic. Looks like uh, Stingray Rob Santino Ferrucci right ahead of our race leader. Yeah, we are watching him work his way along the straightaway. Santino Ferrucci is next in line. He goes to the high side of Santino Ferrucci in turn two. And Newgarden's got it gathered up. He uses that momentum of the high line to sweep right around Santino Ferrucci. Next, he'll set his sights on the rookie from Idaho, Benger, or, uh, Stingray Rob. Rob running the high line. Newgarden looks like he may try to slice underneath and mark down the front straightaway. By and large, everyone playing nice, including Stingray Rob. He tries to stay high, but that thing steers toward the bottom of the racetrack. Newgarden had to lift a little bit off of turn number two. Just a bit. In fact, Newgarden's not going to be able to make that pass and put Stingray another lap down, head down the back straightaway. He'll try to do it through turns three and four. Marchers side by side out of the fourth corner. Meanwhile, McLaughlin, Davey, he's hung up behind Santino Ferrucci. Yeah, Ferrucci, he's moving out of the way now. It's just hard to get out of the way sometimes of these faster cars. But now he's got two cars between that is him and the leader, Newgarden. So he needs to try to make quick uh, work of them because right behind him still Pato Ward and that Arrow McLaren car doing a good job hanging right in there McLaughlin and power right behind him. 185 laps complete this time by your full field rundown. Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, Power, and Erickson. Kirkwood is sixth. Palo is seventh. Scott Dixon is eighth. Alexander Rossi is ninth. Takubasada was tenth. Roman Grosjean, 11th. A lap down in 12th. David Malukas, also a lap down. Jack Harvey in 13th. 14th, Rosenquist. 15th, Eilat. 16th, Castro Nevis. 17th, Canapino. Two laps down. 18th, Lundgaard. 19th, VK. 20th, Colton Herta. 21st, DeFrancesco. Three laps down in 22nd, Connor Daly. Ryan Hunter Ray, 23rd. Four laps down in 24th, Stingray Rob. Ed Carpenter, 25th, 26th. Santino Ferrucci, six laps down. Benjamin Peterson, eight laps down in 27th. Graham Rahal out of the race after 149 laps. He will do no better than 28 today. Jack Harvey, plus 13. Kyle Kirkwood, plus 11, along with Rossi. Will Power has led 119 laps. Joseph Newgarden has led 66 laps. That number continues to grow. Four leaders, five lead changes. One caution for 14 laps at the High V home front, 250. 194 laps complete. Joseph Newgarden, Scott McLaughlin, Pato Award, Will Power, Marcus Erickson, the top five, Pit Road, Michael Young. Well, Kyle Moyer, he calls the shots for Scott McLaughlin. Good news is you have top three out of the four positions. The bad news is Joseph's ahead of you guys. What do you have left for him in this race? I don't know. All, all the Team Penske cars are really good. So, you know, I don't know if I got anything for Joseph right now. Just to try to get the team, all of them up front and keep it there, you know. Uh, we're going to have to see here. I mean, the fuel's not a problem. It's going to be about the tires and how you can serve them, or do you come and get another set? So let's see how it plays out. It's interesting. He mentioned that Pato Award pitting right behind you guys. It's tougher to get into the pit box, but obviously you two are racing. Anything you could do to help him bring him in a lap earlier or later? Uh, no, it just, it's just timing right now. It's, it's just We happen to be next to each other. He's good. We're good. So it just happens that way. We wish you best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you. That's Kyle.
Boyer the, calling the shots for Scott McLaughlin today. After the race at all week long, listen to your favorite NTT IndyCar Series races, including classic Indy 500 broadcast 24 hours a day. Download the TuneIn app from Google Play or the App Store. And Davey, as we talked about yesterday, all those race strategists, Kyle Boyer, Mike Hole, Barry Watzer, the list goes on. Brian Barnhart, the list goes on and on. There's some awfully good ones in this series. They're really good ones right now. Now, it's interesting here, you know, fuel is not a problem, even with the 82 laps that they had remaining when the yellow came out. But can they go? They, you know, originally pitted on lap 62 or 63 in that area because they wanted to split the time up between the, you know, a three-stop strategy. Now, if you go longer, is it still going to be a three-stop strategy? They run that 82 laps on those tires. We'll see how much time they fall off to try to do that. I saw Jack Harvey just come on and off pit road, Davey. And Jack, of course, had that nine-position grid penalty after yeah. qualifying. And right before he came on to pit road, I mean, he was two laps down, but he had worked his way inside yeah, the top yeah, 15. Yeah, I'm really surprised that he came in. There must have been something wrong, maybe a tire out around, or he may have got the marbles and, and, and just got a tire that wasn't good and, and made that stop because... Uh, uh, he, you know, you can he for sure can make it to the end on the tires. I mean, he'd be basically 50 laps on him right now. Uh, 50 laps to go, and again, at Newgarden, uh, McLaughlin, Award, Power, and Erickson are your top five. And Kyle Kirkwood, he has kind of lost pace a little bit with Marcus Erickson, but every time I think that's going away, Nick Yeoman, it seems as though he's able to reel him back in. It looks like Kirkwood gets a pretty nice run off of turn two. Yeah, and I think Erickson just uh, bobbled a bit at the exit of turn two. That car washed up the racetrack as the battle for fifth roars out of turn number four. Erickson's advantage about three car lengths over Kyle Kirkwood. You're right, Mark. That has been good for the last 20 laps here at Iowa. Seventh place running Alex Pelot, Nick Yeoman. The lead stands at 102 points for him. A lot of folks were hoping this would be a weekend that they could draw a bead on Alex Pelot in the second half of the season. Yeah, not sure a lot of those championship contenders are going to gain as many points as they would like. It's been an impressive top five streak. I think it's nine straight top fives for Alex Pelot. That is in jeopardy, but Mark doing exactly what he needs to do. Stay in the top ten and not lose too many points to guys like Scott Dixon and, and Joseph Newgarden. And Jake Query, this thing is in danger of turning into being renamed the Joseph Newgarden Invitational here at Iowa Speedway. And the thing about it, Mark, is as we talked about, when Joseph Newgarden made his first pit stop, they added front wing to give him more downforce. That's the only change they made to the car since the start of the race, and it worked. He only had two spots to make up, of course, running in third when he made that adjustment, but now he has put eight cars between himself and the second-place running teammate, Scott McLaughlin. So working in traffic right now is exactly what Newgarden is able to do. So not only did that downforce give him the stability to put his car where he wants, but he also has the speed necessary, and Joseph Newgarden is one clean pit stop away, and of course, several clean laps away here from getting yet another win at what seemingly has to be one of his favorite tracks. Nick Gilman, any chance that traffic could allow Will Power to catch Pato Award? They're running kind of close together off of turn number four. I think that's probably a, a safe bet. Uh, right now, it's Jack Harvey, who's on fresher tires, trying to get around Pato Award. Award's going to chase it up the racetrack. Mark, that battle may be starting right now. No, in fact, it's going to cut off because here comes Pato Award and Will Power. They both jump out of the throttle. They are coming to pit lane here out of turn four. Yeah, we see that window open up for the final time with 44 laps to go, and we see Cruz jumping over the wall. Takuma Sato will be among the first takers to come to pit road among the front runners. There comes uh, Pato Award. There's Will Power. Uh, there's Kyle Kirkwood and Scott Dixon. Michael Young, let's welcome into your into pit road. 
Oh, we've got Will Power coming in. I'm seeing a Pato Award go by me right now. Let's call the stop of Will Power. We talked about that battle he was in. Had a little problem with those front left tires. Everything good. They did not put any fuel in that car. He's down and away in about, oh, about four seconds. Georgia. Scott Dixon made it to his pit box for Firestone Tires, a splash of fuel. Alex Blow, his teammate, came a lap later. It's going to be more of the same for him. Four tires, a splash of fuel. They're taking the tear off off. He's down and away as well. Jay Query. Joseph Newgarden came in. They went ahead and made the tire change. Got him out. Fuel as well. Joseph Newgarden out in six seconds. Michael Young. Quick splash of fuel for Marcus Erickson. Four new Firestone Firehawks. Good stop for him. Five seconds down and away. And we see Colton Herta come on and off pit road for service. So, Davey, this is it. This is it. Yeah, they're absolutely it. And I was a little surprised they came in early. Sometimes you might want to wait until later on until the tires really drop off just in case the yellow comes out. Because you go a lap down here under green flag pits. And so anybody that stayed out, which that's Rossi right now, uh, who has stayed out, it looks like uh, that's it. He's the last one. looks like he just came in. Yep, and Alexander Rossi uh, is going to come in to the attention of his crew for service. We see him across the way. Looks like a clean stop. No adjustments whatsoever. Devlin DeFrancesco. It looks like an, an, up, an, an issue on pit road. Jake Query. Yeah, Devlin DeFrancesco came in as Benjamin Peterson was being released, and as a result, they made contact. So DeFrancesco's car now sits perpendicular along pit road. They're going to straighten away Benjamin Peterson, but it is Disaster stop for both as Santino Perucci manages to get out of that and releases after his stop. And it gets a little crazy down there, Davey. Yeah, it does. What happened, uh, that was all on Peterson. They shouldn't have sent him. Whoever sent him out of the pit stall should not have done that. That was definitely DeFrancesco's right away. And when they sent Peterson out so far off the pace already as it is, unfortunately it really ruins DeFrancesco's day, who was running really good. But, yeah, that's a really tough day. Peterson's already so far down. 11 laps, then takes the guy off pit lane. To Georgia. Marinus VK usually one of the first to make it down to pit lane today, but now he comes to attention with his crew for the last time. More star Firestone tires and some fuel. He's down and away. Michael Young. For Christian Lundgaard, this will be his final stop of the day. The crew await him. High V, the sponsorship on the car. It's a high V weekend. Our latest winner, a winner just one week ago in Toronto. Good stop, although they do now have problems with that front left. No changes for Christian Lundgaard. And we see Stingray Rob come to pit road for the final time. He gets service from his crew. So, with uh, 36 laps remaining, Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, Erickson, and Power, the top five, Davey, Kirkwood, Dixon, Pelo, eight cars on the lead lap. Eight cars on the lead lap. We Gained a few. Two of them have stayed on there. That's say hard to believe our points leader guys dominated really in that eighth position, just trying to hang on and stay on the lead lap. Battle for sixth and arresting the turn number three, Nick. Yeah, Scott Dixon just got it. He wrestled it away from Kyle Kirkwood into turn number one. Kirkwood now has to gather back up that momentum because he's got our points leader, Alex Pillow, about two car lengths behind into turn number two. Yeah, I get the feeling that Alex Pillow likes his race car the way it's coming to him late in the stint. Nick, he gets a good runoff in turn number two. They're separated by about three car lengths into turn number three. Scott Dixon working the high line. Kirkwood might be running Dixon back down. That pink car has been coming and going all day long. Kirkwood, he's going to hold off Palo into turn number one here, Mark, on lap 215. And uh, the drive-through penalty has been issued, and he's serving it now. The 55 car of Benjamin Peterson for that unsafe release you talked about, Davey. Yeah, unfortunately, just can't do that. That was definitely on the team. Uh, he's going to go another couple laps down right now, putting Peterson 14 laps down, I bet, when it's all said and done. Uh, so, again, uh, with 34 laps uh, to go, Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, Erickson, and Power in the top five. Davey, uh, some folks might wonder, 
What's changed for Will Power? I mean, he led 119 laps early, and now he's kind of, not bad, but mired around yeah. in fifth place. They just had balanced his car. If we talked to him afterwards, it just probably left a little bit. Then he got a little high, got into the wall. That took some time. Got in some traffic. Just those little things just slowly moved him back. He's 14 seconds back right now and from the leader of Newgarden. But, by the way, McLaughlin second, four seconds back. So Power didn't have a terrible day. Just all those little, little mistakes and and it cost him, and his car just not quite as good as it was early. Uh, so with uh, about 30 laps to go, we can give you the top 10. Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, Erickson, and Power the top five. Dixon, Kirkwood, Pillow through eighth. The lap down is Sato in ninth, and Alexander Rossi a uh, lap down in 10th possession. In 10th position, we should say, at the Hy-Vee home front 250. How about a full field rundown with 25 laps to go? Joseph Newgarden, your leader. McLaughlin, Award, Erickson, Power, and Dixon through sixth. Kirkwood, seventh. Below is eighth. Lap down in ninth is Kubasato. Tenth, Rossi. Eleventh, Grosjean. Two laps down. Twelfth, Lucas. Thirteenth, Rosenquist. Fourteenth, Harvey. Fifteenth, Eilat. Sixteenth, Castro Evans. Canapino, seventeenth. Three laps down. BK, eighteenth the same. Same for Colton Herta. 19th, 20th, four laps down to Slumgar, 21st, daily, four laps down. Five laps down, 22nd, Hunter Ray, 23rd, D. Francesco. Six laps down is Ed Carpenter, 24th. Eight laps down, Stingray Robin, 25th. Eight laps down, Santino Ferrucci, 26th. Benjamin Peterson, uh, 27th. He is 13 laps down. Graham Brayhall shown in 28th. He completed 149 laps. Jack Harvey, plus 12 today. Kirkwood, plus 10. Rossi, plus 10. Rosenquist, plus 8. Eilat plus eight. We've had four leaders and five lead changes. Powers led the most right now, 119, but Newgarden's closing in on him. He's led 106 laps. Davey just one caution for 14 laps. Pretty amazing on that. It says the tires wear out. These cars go out. These drivers are doing a great job handling them. We've seen a few of them get slide, slide high and have issues, but Graham Rahal just barely nicked that wall, causing that one and only caution so far. With uh, how many laps we got? 22 to go, Mark. Uh, two veterans going at it, setting up for turn number two. It's the battle for the fifth position. Will Power, Scott Dixon. Uh, yeah, those two have been uh, staring each other down here over the last several laps. Will Power's advantage is about two car lengths. Scott Dixon closes it down about a car length and a half at the entrance of turn number three. Will Power glued to the inside of the racetrack. Scott Dixon using that same lane as they streak across the start finish line. And don't look now, but Joseph Dugard's about to put the points leader a lap down into turn number one. He'll do just that into turn number one. So now just seven cars on the lead lap. Newgarden starting to catch Kyle Kirkwood as well. He may be a lap or two away from putting Kirkwood to lap down. An incredible run by Joseph Newgarden yet again at Iowa Speedway. They're nose to tail. He and Kirkwood off at turn number four. Yeah, I said a lap or two. How about uh, a couple corners. Newgarden darts to the bottom of the racetrack. He'll put Kyle Kirkwood a lap down. Oh, that's a jump out of the throttle. Newgarden got a little wiggly there, Mark, in turns one and two. And we listened to it all the way over here, Nick Yeoman. We remember last year when he had race number two well in hand. Joseph Newgarden did, and then it all came tumbling down. It happened right in turn number four where something happened to him exiting the corner, and he saw a weekend sweep slip away. He's just 18 laps to go, Mark, and no pressure from Scott McLaughlin, who's about a half a straightaway behind. Meanwhile, Dixon and Power 
has tightened up because traffic's in front of him in turn number four. Yep, they've got a pair of lap cars going side by side. That's Jack Harvey and Elio Castroneves. Will Power trying to find a way around. He'll go right behind Jack Harvey entering turn number one. Power's car washes up. That allows Dixon to close within two car lengths. Power not finding the easy way around Jack Harvey, and because of that, Dixon starts to pull up on him. Now Dixon has to climb on the binder. And now Kyle Kirkwood is in the hunt, battling for position, trying to get around Scott Dixon, and all of this mark happening right in front of our race leader with just 16 laps to go. 16 laps to go, as Dick just told you. Joseph Newgarten pulling up on Kyle Kirkwood. Now Scott Dixon is able to work his way around Jack Harvey, but Will Power is long gone. Uh, Power has put about 10 to 15 car lengths between himself and Scott Dixon. And again, Joseph Newgarden using a ton of patience. Marky's trying to get around Jack Harvey. He's lost Kyle Kirkwood into turn number one. And Kyle Kirkwood has not been able to keep pace with Scott Dixon. So good job by Joseph Newgarden relatively safely through traffic. But Nick, now that he's gathered it in, he has drawn a beat on Kyle Kirkwood. And if I'm Joseph Newgarden, I might just try to rattle or run behind that 27 car because, again, Scott McLaughlin exiting turn number four. Still about a half a straightaway behind. He's inching towards Newgarden, but not a threat to pass Mark here on lap 236. Yeah, more traffic now runs in front of Joseph Newgarden. Looks like Jack Harvey washes up a little bit. Colton Hurdick gets underneath him. McLaughlin running behind them. Meanwhile, the leader already setting up for turn number four. It is Joseph Newgarden, about four or five car lengths behind Kyle Kirkwood here on his own personal playground. The driver from Hendersonville, Tennessee. Newgarden right in the middle of the racetrack, rocketing his car out of turn number two. High, low, middle groove, Davey. That car of Joseph Newgarden's wow. flat hookup. It's pretty amazing. And what is this? The other thing that it does, we've been talking about the points. What a big lead Plo had putting him down. He's cutting some points away. By the way, Newgarden right now, if it ends the way it is, he jumped in front of Dixon for second in the points championship. He would be 100 points back, but he's still got to get around Kyle Kirkwood. That's not been easy for him to do as they enter turn three. Oh, he's been uh, riding right in the tire tracks, and every time he gets to within a car length or two, you start to see those aerodynamic effects start to kick in. So Kirkwood strong enough to hold off Joseph Newgarden uh, for another lap mark into turn number one. But uh, Nick, he's under no threat right now by Scott McLaughlin. McLaughlin over four seconds behind. Yeah, Newgarden right now with the middle of that straightaway. McLaughlin just bending to the left out of turn number two. There are two lap cars in between of them, but a couple football fields. So, again, no pressure for Newgarden to get around. Kyle Kirkwood might be content just riding here in a turn number one. Ten laps to go this time by, and he tucks right into the tire tracks of Kyle Kirkwood. Does Joseph Newgarden maybe runs a half a groove higher. Now he's behind him. Looks like he might get a run into turn three. And, again, how dominant of a day. Kyle Kirkwood is running in the seventh position. That is just how strong Joseph Newgarden has been. Newgarden cracks the throttle a little bit. The exit of turn number three gives himself a little bit of clean air entering turn number one here with just nine to go. And with nine to go, Davey, I would imagine they're on the radio telling Joseph Newgarden, hey, look, yeah, take yeah. it if it's there, but don't push That's it. That's right. He remembers last year, too, right at the end, having an issue down in turn four. Something happened on that car there, but you don't want to make a mistake with this few laps left. Going to be eight this time by. He's got plenty of room uh, as he is going into one. And McLaughlin's right at the start-finish line. Eight to go. Your top ten. Newgarden, McLaughlin, Award, Erickson, and Power. Dixon and Kirkwood. Those seven cars on the lead lap. Pelot is now in the eighth position. Sada was ninth. And Alexander Rossi is tenth. Nick Gilman. Looks like Joseph Newgarden encountering some more traffic. Uh, this could get interesting, Mark, because he's got a host of cars right in front of him. Scott McLaughlin is pedaling. Scott Dixon right ahead of Joseph Newgarden tries to get around one of those Hunkos cars. Got a slow A.J. Foyt car. Santino Ferrucci down the back stretch. And that was Santino Ferrucci. He stays to the high group. He wants to stay out of the way, but they are really stacked up with Scott Dixon. 
Larson leading a gang of cars off at turn number four. Here comes Kyle Kirkwood. He's going to try to get to the inside of Joseph Newgarden and get his lap back. And Mark, this is as close as Scott McLaughlin has been. He's about 10 car lengths behind Joseph Newgarden. And he is running. And he, uh, Kirkwood is not able to get around Newgarden. Joseph has about a three-car length advantage down in turn number three. Back to the bottom of the racetrack for car number two. That Hitachi Tools sponsored machine for Joseph Newgarden. He'll click off another lap as the blue flag shown to a lot of this lap traffic late in the race. And Mark, we got a car really high in turn two. That's Connor Daly. He has to jump out of the throttle right in front of the leaders. And uh, Scott Dixon now in danger of going a lap down late in this one. He jumped back in line did Connor Daly. And that caused Newgarden and Dixon to tighten up off of turn number four with four laps to go this time by. Boy, just cars sliding around all over this racetrack. Newgarden's going to try to put Scott Dixon a lap down. He'll do just that into turn number one, which is four and a half laps to go. And now, Mark, he's catching his teammate, Will Power. But the problem is, Scott McLaughlin, he too is bottled up in traffic. Nick, he can't catch him. Now, right now, they are all stacked up. Newgarden's going to move to the outside of the racetrack and try to use that wider line here in the closing laps to try to find some breathing room. But again, McLaughlin dealing with all of this same exact lap traffic. They're separated, Mark, by 20 car lengths, but they've got four cars in between them. Joseph Newgarden now gets a strong run off of turn number two. Will Power starts to pull away. Scott Dixon trying to keep pace. Not going to have time to get another lap back as Joseph Newgarden, Nick Yeoman, works his way off of turn number four. Just three laps to go here at Iowa Speedway. Newgarden into turn number one. Again, trying to catch his teammate, Will Power, who runs in fifth, trying to put him a lap down or simply ride behind him. Newgarden into turn number three. And now he has supplanted Will Power in terms of lap led today, which gives him a bonus point. As we speak, Nick Yeoman, he has led 127 laps on the day here at Iowa Speedway. Yeah, check that. White flag is in the air for our race leader, Joseph Newgarden, exiting turn number two, trying to win at Iowa Speedway. But for once again, Mark James, Newgarden, bring him home down the backstretch. Should be win number 28 in the career for Joseph Newgarden, and a lot of those now starting to come here at Iowa Speedway. Up turn number four, the advanced auto part checkered flag is in the air, and Joseph Newgarden wins the Hy-Vee home front 250. Scott McLaughlin finishes second, Pato Award is third, Marcus Harrington is fourth, and Will Power completes the top five. Back at the Iowa Speedway, Joseph Newgarden victorious here in race number one has stopped his car to celebrate along the main straightaway. Tim Sendrick was the man who was talking to him during the course of the race. That guy seems to know his way around this place, but take me through the setup of the car that you delivered for him. Yeah, no, the team did a great job all day. And, you know, obviously he knows this place really well. And you can see when he gets in traffic how strong he is. Um, you know, the support that Iowa Speedway and Hy-Vee have given everybody here, you know, to be here for two days like this and put on a show at this racetrack is it's really fun to watch. You know, it's a little nerve-wracking sometimes. But, you know, Joseph, I think he did his, his steady deal where the, the first stint, you know, we weren't probably the best because the tires we had in qualifying, we probably ran too hard in terms of understeer. And he's a little worried about the first stint, so we kind of hung out. And once we were able to reset, you know, he was able to kind of pick him off as he went. You know him as well as anybody. Did you have to, in any way, shape, or form, calm him in thinking about a year ago what took place late in the race here? No, that's all out of his head, really. It's more about trying to trying to be successful here where you have all these expectations. You know, he came here, and the world thought he won the race before we even raced here. And, uh, you know, for him, just to be able to go through here and execute, that was a solid day for us. Appreciate the time. Thank Congratulations. You. That's Tim Sindrick. Michael Young? Well, he got Will Power. He got himself a top five today. Will, let's walk back. I believe it was the second stint. You saved yourself 
near catastrophe when he got into the wall, and that was a heck of a save. You got both right sides into it. Walk us through after that happened and just getting yourself back into a rhythm. Yeah, I uh, didn't really do any damage. The car was fine. Like, just got a bit of dirty air, and then I hit it real square. So I was like, I hope that didn't do any damage. But, yeah, it's a good day. Uh, just got us faded a bit there. We didn't get to the traffic as well as we needed to there on a couple occasions. Enough of it that you know what to do for tomorrow to make this car better in race number two? Yeah, I mean, the car's pretty good. I don't know what uh, if we change much, to be honest. It's pretty solid run today. Thank you. Will Power comes home fifth in race number one. Georgia Henneberry. Marcus Erickson comes home fourth today. And Marcus, he got the fist bumps all around to the team. A fist bump from Chip Ganassi. What was it like out there in the thick of it running through traffic up front? Uh, it was fun. It's always fun here. I love racing in Iowa. So it's, uh, it's, it's tough. You know, it's a lot of uh, traffic, a lot of uh, decisions in a race like this that you have to make. And it's uh, it's not easy, and uh, you know, with strategy and pit stops, it's, uh, it's a true team effort that's needed, and we did a really good one today with the eight, uh, eight Ganassi uh, team. So, no, happy with that. Obviously, we won a bit more, uh, but it was, a, it was a solid day for sure. What was the physicality of this race? It seemed like it happened quickly, but I'm sure from inside the cockpit it was a different feeling. Yeah, it's, you know, on these short ovals, it feels like you're constantly turning, so you have this constant G-load on your body, so it's, it's quite tough, but for me, it's more the mental challenge, you know, to stay focused for this whole race, and you can't afford really to make any mistakes, because then you're in the gray or in the wall, so that's the hard, hard part, but uh, I think we, yeah, we executed well today. That is Marcus Erickson. He comes home fourth today. 192 starts for Joseph Dugarden Davey, 28 wins. He has 16 poles. This is his 51st top three, uh, 75th top five. This is his 120th top ten, the 81st time he has led a race, and the total number of laps led in his career, 3,673. Jake Query, it's turned into the Joseph Dugarden Invitational. The 28th time in his IndyCar career, Joseph Newgarden has taken the checkered flag. Let's talk about the beginning of the race to begin with, Joseph. Seemed like you kind of had to feel the car through the first stint, and then it came to you. Fair assessment? Uh, yeah, it was not where we needed to be at the beginning of the race. I was kind of biting my time. I, I needed to get – it was the same thing in qualifying. You know, I was disappointed because we rolled off the truck so strong yesterday, and then to qualify not so great, um, at least from, I think, our standards and where this car should be was, was really – it was uh, frustrating, I, to say the least, and, and it took a stint and a half in the beginning of that race to get the car where it needed to be, and, and uh, Luke did an amazing job, honestly. Where we rolled off was great. We just, for whatever reason, lost our way a little bit. We got it back in, uh, you know, sort of in the middle of the race, and then from then, it was just, you know, hit your marks, get it right, and uh, it's not easy. I mean, this place really tests you. As soon as you think you're comfy and you got a good car, wait till you put another set of tires on, because it'll probably change, so... Uh, it's just difficult and, and a, a great racetrack. I love being here in Iowa. It's always been a blast for me ever since I was a kid. So uh, I, I enjoy coming to Newton every year. In any way, shape, or form, did last year come into mind in the last stint of the race? Were you thinking about the way it ended? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I, I can't control what happened last year. Um, you know, all of us uh, would, would change that in an instant if we could, and, and we just can't go back in time. So I was just focused on this year and, and uh, you know, figuring out how we can be strong this weekend. Got more in there for tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I appreciate it. Thank Joseph you. Newgarden, congratulations. His 28th IndyCar win. Michael Young. Scott McLaughlin, he'll come home in the second position today. You were just getting ready to do something. What Were you going to do like a somersault? What were you doing there? No, no, no. I just dabbed. 
I just threw a dab on you. Oh, that was a dab. Yeah. I'm not as hip as, I guess, these younger generation kids are. Yeah, you know what a dab is, man. It's, it's where it's at. But, no, I'm like, really happy. Appreciate all the fans coming out. It was an awesome weekend. Awesome, sorry, awesome race today. Can't wait to come back tomorrow. But massive congrats to Joseph. My expel Chevy was all right, but he was fast. And I learned a lot from, from him during the week. He's been an open book to me. And it really helped me today. So I appreciate that. But I'm going to try and come back and go one better tomorrow. Talk us through that first stint. You got up on Will's rear wing a couple of times and almost got around. And that's when Joseph started creeping in the defensive posture and then try to get around the leader as well. Yeah, it was a bit of an experience on my part. You know, um, probably burnt my stuff up a little bit trying to battle Will. I thought I had a bit more space between me and Joseph on him. But, uh, you know, that's why he's very good here. He's the corn man, I like to call him. So, um, yeah, he's doing a really good job. There's always tomorrow. Best of luck to you then and a nice finish today. I appreciate you guys. Cheers. Scott McLaughlin came home. Second race, fans. To Georgia. Pato Award rounds out your top three today. And Pato, first and foremost, are you ready again to do it tomorrow? And what were your biggest takeaways from today? Oh, absolutely. Today was it was tough to hang with these guys. Uh, the Penske's are just extremely strong um, today. And We've got some work to do. We've got another opportunity. Obviously, we want to maximize it, uh, but we got to take a significant step forward if we want to if we want to challenge for tomorrow. This is a, sol a solid podium, but um, yeah, not quite where we want to be. Do you feel like you've gotten enough information from today to bring into tomorrow? Absolutely. Now it's just time to time to execute it. Right? See if we can we can get creative with some changes and see if they work. That is Pato Award. He rounds out your top three today with the NTT IndyCar Series. Uh, well done, George. Ahead of Barry, Michael Young, and Jake Query. Davey, uh, four of the top five belong to Chevrolet after this race. They've closed the gap a little bit. Uh, Honda, 915 to 847 for Chevrolet. Yeah, no, that's what they need. And they have another day tomorrow. It's going to really tighten that back up again. And we're going to have five races left in the schedule after tomorrow. So um, it's coming down to a battle. We, it looks like Chevrolet is really strong tomorrow, too. I mean, if you can... You know, power, he could have been up one spot uh, pretty easy. Pato Ward still hungry. And Rossi had a good run, that other aero car. So if he kind of goes off what Pato did, he may have a good day tomorrow as well. Top five finish on the lead lap. Top five. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, uh, it's just amazing, the degradation of these tires. And it makes it a lot of fun. And I know that uh, it's about racing. It's not all. We like to see more cars in the, in the top. But they were racing all day, all over the racetrack. Whether it's racing for 15th or 20th, there was good races all over. Fun for some, but it's all perspective, isn't it? That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. You know, I mean, these people in the fans, or the, the people in the grandstands, it's uh, sticking us out to watch this. And. A great race. They want to see racing, and that's what they've seen in the entire day today. A uh, full-field rundown for you. Joseph Dugarden, your winner. Scott McLaughlin, second. Pato Award is third. Marcus Erickson, fourth. Will Power, fifth. Those five on the lead lap. A lap down at sixth, Scott Dixon. Seventh, Kyle Kirkwood. Eighth, Alex Below. Ninth, Takuma Sato. Tenth, Alexander Rossi. Eleventh, Roman Grosjean. Two laps down at 12th, David Malukas, Felix Rosenquist, 13th, 14th, Elio Castro Nevis. Three laps down at 15th, Callum Eilat, Augustine Canapito, 16th, 17th, VK, 18th, Jack Harvey. 19th, Colton Herta, four laps down. 20th, Christian Lundgaard, four laps down. 21st, Connor Daly, five laps down. Devlin DeFrancesco, five laps down. He finished 22nd. Ryan Underray, 23rd, was six laps down. Seven laps down, Ed Carpenter, 24th. 25th, Stingray Rob, eight laps down. Santino Ferrucci, 26th, finished nine laps down. Benjamin Peterson, 15 laps down, finishes 27th. Graham Brayhall, out of the race, light contact with the wall, 28th. He completed 149 laps, brought out the only caution, which was for 14 laps. Four leaders, five lead changes. Newgarden led the most, uh, 129 on two occasions. Uh, 
Will Power led twice for 119. Sato and Pelot each led a lap. Kirkwood plus 10. Rossi plus 10. Rosenquist plus 8. Eilat plus 8. Canapino plus 8. Your points look like this before we go racing tomorrow. It's uh, Alex Below. His lead has been trimmed to 98 points now. Joseph Newgarden up to second. Scott Dixon, 114 back. Pato Award, 133 back. Marcus Erickson, fifth in points, 135 laps back. Kenny Chesney is next. Then after that, Nick Yeoman. The uh, Indy next presented by Firestone at Iowa Speedway. Yeah, we're looking forward to this. Uh, how about 75 more laps, Mark, for you and I to call around this uh, fabulous 7 eighths of a mile Oval for Indy next by Firestone. Good story. Jacob Abel got his first career pole position doing it yesterday with the speed up around 162 miles per hour. Really tight championship battle. I know it's not the same as an IndyCar. Uh, it's Nolan Siegel with about a 16-point advantage over Christian Rasmussen. Rasmussen will start ahead of Siegel when we drop the green flag. You want to hear live flag-to-flag uh, -flag coverage of that race coming up a little bit later right on these uh, same outlets online and on Sirius XM Channel 160. Tune in, 7.20 Eastern Time, 6.20 local here in Iowa. And after this doubleheader weekend, the series focus shifts to Music City, Nashville, Tennessee. We will preview that and have more when we come back. August 6th, right around the corner. That means the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix on the streets of Nashville, Tennessee. Jason Ritten, very kind enough to join us. And Jason, I, I guess, what do you have planned considering this is the third time? So how are you going to make the third time a charm and allow this event to continue to grow and get bigger and better? Yeah, that's, uh, that's been our goal from day one of this event. You know, we put on a heck of a show first year in the inaugural event and then... Uh, Last year, I think we had a great weekend planned, and Mother Nature didn't quite cooperate with us. And so uh, this year, we've got a, a full weekend of activities on and off the track that's uh, really something for everybody, whether it's uh, IndyCar racing, sports car racing, you know, trucks jumping through the air, or music on one of many stages we have. It's a full weekend of activities. You know, there's a natural uh, energy to this event. What role does its proximity to the heart of Music City play in providing that energy? Well, it's huge for us. I mean, it, it's to have that lower Broadway built in basically into our footprint has it, been tremendously uh, successful for us and provides a great, a great uh, nightlife for our fans and the drivers and teams and everyone here in town. And, you know, we, we've always felt like we wanted to embrace that. And uh, we feel like this year with our new uh, Fast Pass that we just announced a few weeks ago, we're, we're embracing that even more. Uh, so now when the fans, uh, all three-day ticket buyers, when they leave the track and want to go downtown, uh, they can pick up their fast, band, fast pass wristband uh, at the track, and that will get them to the front of the line, to all those lines, to all the, uh, to all the establishments on Broadway. Instead of waiting that uh, you know, 30, 45 minutes or some of them even an hour to get in, uh, you know, by buying a three-day ticket to our event, you're going to go straight to the front of the line. And to that end, what are some of the other ticket packages that are available to race fans throughout the weekend? Yeah, again, like the event, we try to have something for everybody. So we've got uh, everything from a GA uh, general admission ticket for the three days uh, to reserve grandstands, premium grandstands, and in multiple clubs. We've added a new club this year in Turn 9, which you know, to us is the most exciting turn on our course and uh, where a lot of the action takes place. And we heard that uh, from, from a lot of the fans, and they wanted to sit over there but really didn't have the amenities. So we've added a new all-inclusive club in Turn 9 with our Turn 9 club, and that's uh, selling very, very well. But we do have a few few packages left in that turn. And then uh, our top-of-the-line ultimate experience with our NetJets Club RPM. 
that will is all inclusive three day ticket uh, the highest level we've got and, and uh, you can live like a king for three days with that ticket. Yeah, well, Jason, that we're focused on an exciting event this year, but as far as the future, fans should certainly stay tuned because, as you suggest, your goal each and every year is to allow this event to grow and get bigger and better. There could be some changes, but it's going to be here for the foreseeable future. We can assure the fans of that. Yes, absolutely. That's uh, you know, while I can't can't say much more about that other than the, to ensure the fans that yes, we are going to be around. Yes, we're going to have an event. Uh, we're not going anywhere, and this race is only going to continue to get bigger and better. How about the website where people can go get ticket and event information? MusicCityGP.com. You can find everything uh, about the event, schedules, uh, concert stage schedules, and uh, purchase all the tickets and packages right there on the website. It's the weekend of August 6th. It's the big machine, Music City Grand Prix. Jason Brentberry, thanks so much for joining us, and we wish you another successful event and many more to come. The Hy-Vee Homefront 250 at Iowa Speedway has been brought to you by Firestone, the official tire of the NTT IndyCar Series for redefining the limits. Advanced Auto Parts, official checkered flag of the NTT IndyCar Series. Pennzoil, official motor oil of the NTT IndyCar Series. American Medical Response, official partner of the NTT IndyCar Series and the AMR IndyCar Safety Team. Coors Light, cold as the Rockies, Coors Light is proud to be the official beer partner of the IndyCar Series. Coors Light, made to chill. Borgwater, official turbochargers of the NTT IndyCar Series. Henchman Racing Uniforms, nothing fits like a henchman. The Indy Racing Experience, the fastest seat in sports. Safety Clean, official environmental service partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Racing Optics, the official aero screen and helmet tear-off of the NTT IndyCar Series. By Shell, official fuel of the NTT IndyCar Series. And by NTT, official technology and title partner of the NTT IndyCar Series. Our driver analyst today was Davey Hamilton in the pits, Michael Young, Jake Query, and Georgia Hedeberry. Turn announcer, Nick Yeoman. Our chief engineer is Rick Evans. Satellite and technical support by Scott Brugat. Master control operations in our Indianapolis studios by Sam Rumza. Production assistance by Paul Levin. The network director is Chris Pollock. This is Mark James reminding you that we are not done. Flag-to-flag coverage of the postponed Indy Next by Firestone at Iowa Speedway comes your way this evening at 7.20 Eastern on all of these same outlets. Stick around. Nick Yeoman and the rest of the crew will have every exciting laugh. The preceding was an exclusive copyrighted presentation of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network.